Welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to listen to every song that's ever existed. Uh, this week, my guest is uh, a friend of mine. He's a comic. He's a writer. He's a comic all over the Westchester, New York City. It already screwed me up. The fact that, the fact that I, I gave you your enti- my entire bio but, uh, that you had to say properly. He's, he's a writer for the hard times, and he's a co-host of the podcast Two Mike Minimum. That's along. important. Two Mike that, that Minimum. Is fun, I, that's I, I the like only reason. Mike why I'm on this podcast so, now? I'm kidding. It's seventy five. But so, if you actually, I'm just gonna say this right off the bat. If you want to look up my podcast, Two Mike Minimum, but it's uh, I hosted with Sean Barry, who's also been on this podcast. Uh, we're two comedians that we like to talk about uh, things that are going on in local scenes across the country, local comedy scenes, and sometimes we go to those scenes and interview those comics. Yes. Recently, you just got back from San Antonio. We Texas. got back from San Antonio, Texas. We interviewed a bunch of San Antonio comics. Those interviews are out now if you want to check it out. But uh, anyway, if you if you listen to, if you know you listen to this podcast and you enjoy my presence and you want to listen to more of me, you can check me out at Two Mike Minimum, and that is spelled T W O. M I C minimum, and his name is Peter Clark Deutsch. Peter Clark Deutsch. <laughs> that that was a long way to get to your name. I don't think I've ever said my yeah. full name in a while. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, my name is Peter, Peter Clark, Clark Deutsch. Um, but yeah, how's it going, Peter? <laughs> Fine. Yeah. I uh, I, I haven't seen you in forever. I, so. I it's true. I think uh, no, I haven't seen you since like July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So. Uh, just because, like, you know, we, there's a mic we do, and I haven't been doing it recently because yeah. I got past a club, and I've been doing those shows more. Uh, yeah. But it's a shame because I want to get back to the mic that we're doing because I, I miss it. It's now $5. It's now $5 because uh, you, if you're a comic listening to this, you know who you are, Tip. people who aren't Tip. tipping. And buy things because, you know, that's that's another way to... No, like, I don't mind paying a cover. It's just, like, the, oh, yeah. the, 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 pro- the fact that, like, they were t- t- comics were told to tip multiple times oh, the fact that they we didn't had, you know yeah. I, I also end up thinking like you're a person living in you you're, know, you're living you're an in the person you should know to tip in general i don't know back, dude it's so funny back when i used to do slam poetry <laughs> like one of the like first like slams i did was in a coffee shop and they said like if you don't have money to tip you don't have money for for coffee oh, and of course i'm like not. Oh, that's totally fair it's so funny. I think we're going to talk about this on the next episode Sean and I do together. But, like, I made a post in Comedy Complaints that was just, like, trying to call people oh, out. Such a shit. I there was, was just, just like, I was like, guy. fuck you for not tipping. And there was one guy who also is the reason why we were in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> who He's a very unhinged man. Um, you know, we talked about him on the podcast, and that's what brought us out to San Antonio. Because those people listened to us and were like, yeah, fuck that guy also. Uh, but basically, his argument was... Um, People who go into the the server job know the risks they're taking, and then he refers to his own experience. And then he's like, you know, the comics bring people in, and I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> not not at a New York open mic, they don't. No, but this is the best part: is when he said, like, you know, the risk when you go into a job. I used to be like I don't know, some private health practitioner. Oh, yeah, he's like, I, I and one rehabs. time, one time, no one. I had a thirty five thousand dollar bill, and I just wasn't paid, and that was that. I'm like, insurance I'm like, is, is a completely ar- different thing. <laughs> I'm like, is your money? argument the fact that you didn't get paid one time yeah. that it's okay not to pay people? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you should have gotten paid. But yeah, it's it's such bullshit. I don't That's know. That's funny. Anyway, this this isn't too Mike Minimum Peter, so we can't. We're well, we are talking about comedy. Dude, my today. fucking friends didn't like the way you roasted me when you were on my. It, by the way, he was a guest on my. He wasn't a guest. He I, was, I was a replacement host. co-host. It, it was hard. I don't I like you know. 
I was very, I was very hungover that. So day. I mean, you probably listened to the episode, but like, because you were the one who called me a day rapist, right? I probably did. I think you called me a day rapist. Well, also, you screamed the N-word on, you know, Peter. I don't know if anyone is unfamiliar with Peter. Peter, he just gets on stage and screams the N-word and like. (laughs) I like. So here's the thing is like usually when you do like when you do like an improv thing as a team, you should support the other people. As soon as as soon as you say to someone like, oh, he's a racist, it's like. Yeah, I guess we're going to go with that because I can't deny it. <laughs> no, no. You, you, I'm putting I'm, on my KKK uniform I, right no, now. I'm, I'm just giving you shit, Peter. Peter, Peter's, <laughs> it, it's, I only do this because you're the person that would react the most poorly to that. Well, cause, like, so, there's nowhere you can go I, with it other than being like, yeah, I'm the racist. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like telling Sean to just stop like <laughs> saying me. that about me because I can't go anywhere funny with that. I can't just... <laughs> I mean, you know, um, I, as long as people know that, you know, we're just... I'm not insecure. Time. I'm not, like, worried that people are going to actually think that. It's just, like, it's just not good comedic-wise to, yeah, like, I riff mean, off we're, of. We're, we're just yeah. busting your chops, you know. No, I know. It's, yeah. like, I'm just trying to make a good episode for the audience, Fair. you know, not but, the alt-right. Um, <laughs> well, it's a shame. All my listeners are alt-right. That's how you oh, win this audience yeah. over. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Peter, where can people find you? Mm. Uh, get that out of the way quick. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and Twitter if you just type in my full name. You can copy and paste it from below. Uh, or you can find me by my Instagram ham- handle, which is Westchester Woke Boy. Yep. Even though I'm probably going to change it soon. And you can follow me on Twitter at Clark Deutsch P. Are you going to um, change your Instagram handle back to Peter Clark Deutsch? Or? Uh, I don't I don't know. So the thing is, like, one of my friends told me it was just a bad Instagram handle because it was Westchester too it was too niche. Yeah. yeah. He was, like, saying, like, um, it just doesn't. It only responds to a certain amount of people. Right. And, and it's, it's kind of like an inside joke. Yeah. So, so I'm know. probably going to change yeah. it. And um, also, like, you you have a name that you could you could get the Instagram handle for. Oh, yeah. No, I just, um, like, I want to have, like, a, a cute, funny Instagram right. handle like I everyone feel, has. But, but anyway, I just want to say, like, you can just type in my full name on either of those. You'll yep. find me. Don't, don't try. It's so hard finding people by their handles. That's so. fair. Um, but yeah, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter by, uh, on Instagram, I'm at James P. Crowley and on Twitter, I'm at James P. Crowley 68. My name is a little bit more common, so it's harder to find me. Yeah, I have another best friend with your exact name. Uh, that's, that's why true. I got to call yeah. you Jimmy. Shout yeah. out to him. He was over. And the guy that has at James Crowley on Instagram is in fucking Mayapak. I'm so <laughs> Like, I want to, like, go up to Mayapak and just start asking around. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, Peter, before we get into the playlist for this week, what type of music do you normally listen to? Oh, here we go. Usually. <laughs> This is Peter has has pretty poor taste. Yeah, this is totally a pretty honest. famous um, <laughs> debacle between the two of us. So, like, no, I like music. I don't. <laughs> you have this impression, like you and Sean have this impression, like, oh, Peter hates music. No, it's like I, I don't like think music. You hate music. I like music. I just like have very specific specifications for the music I like, which sounds obnoxious it's to say. Usually bad, but yeah, yeah. So the bands. I really like our my favorite is Fleet Foxes. Right, which um, is respectable. Yes. I like I love being that indie sad boy. Yeah. Who's not that sad, but But you also nice love Snow Patrol, <laughs> which uh Well yeah, well I guess we'll get into that. So yeah, I uh Snow Patrol I like <sighs> terrible. 
I do like. I mean, your what girlfriend loves Snow Patrol, so yeah, but they're from Ireland. That doesn't exactly. Count. So, <laughs> um, it's so like s- if it was YouTube. no Snow Patrol. I listened to their newish album, which is like a year old at this point. I liked it. I sent some song to j- songs to James. Oh, I'm gonna piss him off so hard now. I sent some songs to James, and then James is just like, "Oh, this is just like Diet David Bowie." It it was, and then I was like, "You know what? I haven't even listened to a lot of David Bowie." I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah. I don't. That's gonna piss off so many people. I haven't listened to a lot of David Bowie, so I like I looked up like the top songs on YouTube and I listened to them. I was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible. I like. I, I didn't what did I send you that I was like, I think you might like this, dude. Then, I don't fucking uh, know. I said I sent Peter something, and I'm like, this seems like something he might like, and. Maybe it was Bonnie Vare. I think I sent you Bonnie Vare. You know. were like, "This is pretty medium," and I'm like, "Bonnie Vare is fucking awesome, Peter." But I just, I don't look. I mean, we all <laughs> art responds to all of us in different no, ways. And I feel and that. You know, you know, it's like you know. I don't want to like I don't I, I never want to say art is bad because like I know that something might respond to someone else given their own life experience, which is vastly different than right. mine, and that's what makes that art special to that person, and that's why. Granted, my whole brand is making fun of people's taste in music. Well, exactly. So. I mean, and you should hone into that, yeah. too. And some people should be shamed on oh, their music taste. <laughs> I, so, in terms of, like, my no one's favorite band is this joke, I, I write those, like, all yeah. the time because they are easy. I said Dropkick Murphys at one and, like, another, <laughs> at a mic, and, like, a comic was just like... <laughs> I, I did a big like what the fuck gesture and i'm like you know i'm like i love dropkick murphys i've seen them twice but like they're not a favorite did i get a laugh from the audience the yeah. fact that he got well, that's good well, I, as I, long as I looked at him and i'm like i'm sorry i think i think that's the way that joke works out really well is if like one person gets really mad what it, it works out well when that happens but also yeah. like it ends up happening sometimes where like I say the artist, and before I could get to the joke, they're like, "Oh, I love them," and I'm like, oh, "This, uh, yeah, I no, you. it <laughs> totally derails <laughs> it." I'm like, "This is why you're not supposed <laughs> to talk at a comedy show." <laughs> and but, that, and all the only people who like this band are dumb, dumb, stupid idiots. Yeah. that was the punchline. You, 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 yeah. you, you jumped some, ahead of the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and I like. Uh, well, so I'll get into. So I like Saint Motel too. Okay, um, I almost saw Saint Motel once. Really? But, yeah. Uh, they they opened for Panic at the Disco, but I was in line for merch when they performed. So, <laughs> because nice. I'm a grown man that wears bad uh, merch. Yeah, Saint Motel is a bit more of an offensive choice to pick, from what I've heard. Uh, I have that's no idea. F- that's fine. So my roommate told me it was like a very fratty band to like, even though I'm I not kind of see. I'm that, not like that like, kind of person at all. I don't know, but like I feel like. I feel like a lot of bands now to end up having some sort of weird, like douchey na- niche, like even like yeah. even like a band like Fleet Foxes, who are generally respectable. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, you're of course you're an indie sad boy, you know, but like you're just a different form. It's just Dude, a if you don't pop five row. Xanaxes while listening to Fleet Foxes, you're not a true <laughs> Fleet Fox fan. <laughs> but, but like, you know, there, there's perceptions about all that shit. And yeah, like, yeah, even I got like, you. like some of the more niche artists I like, like the Mountain Goats, like everyone's right. like, oh, you're a hyper literate crybaby, and I'm like, yeah, you know, that's that's a different type of douche. Yeah, I own it. Uh, but I should say the the one band that I think just became my favorite now because of their new album is the Black Keys. 
Have you listened to their new album? I haven't. It got good reviews, but it's also called Let's Rock, and I'm morally opposed to it. So, well, the title is actually very fitting for the music, because the music is like... So Turn Blue, which is is an album I I also liked, was like very mellow with some like, you know, hard rock beats. This song is just all hard rock. (laughs) And it's like, it's very Black Keys, too, and it's really cool, but I like them. A lot, yeah. I, I'm just like not a Black Keys guy. Like, That's fair. In general, That's like fair. I, I like a handful of their songs, but they've never really like struck me in the way that like, like the White Stripes do. <laughs> you know, to yeah. which is like a cheap comparison, but you know, same sort of thing. Here's the thing. I mean, I don't listen very well. Also, I'm tired and I'm hungover and That's I haven't true. eaten today. Uh, I haven't eaten either. I also like my stomach was bothering me at spin class, so you know I feel. Damn, like I didn't know you did spin class. I, I oh no, we Instagram lived when you were at spin class oh, once. Yeah, yeah, a you long, long time when we ago. had our roast battle. <laughs> uh, oh. But uh, <laughs> anyway, let's let's get into the playlist. The playlist oh, we're yeah. doing this week is joke songs. Yeah, because uh, I don't know any other music. Exactly. <laughs> you know? But uh, I mean, that's a, it's a good it's a good pick for you because you are very comedy minded too. Mm-hmm. So like. Uh, what was your kind of approach to doing this? Um, so like approach to picking the songs. Yeah. Uh, just songs that like, I don't, when it comes to like songs on my phone, I don't really have a lot of comedy songs just because like, I want to listen to like, you know, music that's going to like emotionally charge me in in some way. And joke songs, it's like, you know, I don't want to listen to, like, I'm Awesome by Spose because it's obnoxious. But like, as a, as just a, a song, as a. Like like a joke song mean is just meaning that like the whole song like is either a joke or a series of jokes with setups and punchlines. Yeah, it's just in like a musical form, and you know musical comedy is a valid form of comedy no matter what dumbass no, open micer tells you otherwise, <laughs> or someone in comedy complaints tells you otherwise. Um, so I basically how I approached this were like just like the songs like I I think I yeah. looked through like my YouTube favorites. And I'm like you know because like there's like uh, artists I like a real like a lot who do this, which is like you know like a like Little Dicky is one of right. them. Like I love Little Dicky a lot, just because his approach is very much like he embraces who he is, and he kind of parodies the genre with about you know uh, becoming who he is essentially. Right. Um, and you know, there's a uh, there's Tiny Meat Gang, who's a uh, a group I listen to exclusively we'll for their the podcast. Um, but yeah, I just mostly just people I found like I knew um, just from my yeah. favorites and songs that like. I mean, some of the songs I have, like, are songs I just, like... I mean, there is no one, like, source for them. They all just yeah. kind of came across to me at various points in my life. Some of them are as old as, like, middle school for me. Yeah. Same for you. That's a, yeah, I, yeah. And we, yeah. we talked about that a little bit before we started recording. But, uh... It, what I kind I kind of realized I I was coming in here prepared to be like Peter I realized I hate jokes <laughs> I, I like, but also like because like I've had these like playing like in my for like nearly a month now uh, so like and like you know I kind of ceased when we weren't sure when we were gonna record but then like when we scheduled this I was like when are we gonna do this so like I started playing them again but like listening to joke songs like at the office and like thinking about them critically I'm like. This is a sl- it. Just ends up being like such a slog, no matter like what they are. But then, like when uh, you know you hadn't listened to the, some of my songs, so like we started, you know, we sat down. <laughs> I was going to ask, how many hours did you spend I, for this podcast? I, I I listen to the playlists a lot. Where like, I mean, you should. It's yeah. just funny because like I. So we were supposed to record earlier originally. I listened to seven of the songs, and I'm pretty sure I spent like 
two hours maybe. Okay. And I wrote some notes down. Yeah. And I was like, do I like it? Do I not like it? I'm imagining you just like spending an entire day like breaking down like two words. <laughs> like, what uh, does not, this mean? Not necessarily, no. but anyway. like, you know, I'll like, you know, what I'll do is I'll listen to it like straight through first yeah. and like not re- just to kind of like take it in. And then I will just kind of like, I'll mix it with my playlist and hit it on shuffle. And then I'll start like taking notes on things and just writing like quick thoughts. Right. And, you know, just you know, having it play over and over again. Yours were a little bit hard because just kind of the nature of joke songs is very often there's a visual component. So, like, you had some stuff that, like, wasn't available on streaming services, so, like, I would have to, like, <laughs> go... <laughs> I fixed such weird shit. Well, so I would... Not necessarily... But, it, you know, it's some of the stuff that seems like it should be on... Stre- like, some of the stuff that I is more obscure mm-hmm. that I was like... Yeah. what the hell is this was available but then it was like it, stuff from like SNL wasn't oh yeah well and, that makes sense yeah. cuz like i don't i don't think they license their music at all not really yeah. no and like well we'll get into it but yeah it's but like sitting and listening to i one of what did we play fuck oh yeah so i i remember. yeah i didn't um, listen to i was hung over we last sitting, night sitting listening to psycho today. stick yeah, know, yeah, so I had to listen to all these we, songs. You know, I was like, oh, this is actually much funnier to like sit and listen to those with Peter. <laughs> yeah. So um I enjoyed that a lot. But yeah, let's let's get into the playlist. Hell yeah. Uh normally I let the guest go first, but I'm gonna go first right. because my first pick is is fitting and it's situational. Is this your top pick? We, no, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Just in the order. Oh, okay. But uh it it's situational and it's Matt Modern Manly right, Man right, right, right. be on my podcast. Yes. So let's listen to that really quick. Okay. I don't know you, but I'd like to have a conversation. I can't foresee naturally getting to that occasion. That's why I'm going to ask you to be on my podcast. This is like the longest amount of time since we've gotten into the music. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, Matt Modern, Manly Man. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. Um, I love the piano melody. He... uh, are you familiar with him at all? Or no, I think I didn't... you picked one of his songs later on. Really? But, well, so this guy, he, I think he has the largest uh, backlog of songs ever. But like, they're all recorded under different names. Oh, but they're I all know. Kind of I know what song ex- this is. Then, yeah. yeah and <laughs> oh like, shit! You know, and this is—they're not all necessarily joke songs, but they're all just kind of like silly and like whimsical. And, right. Like, that's kind of where my picks kind of leaned and like he, he it's just called be on my podcast and he's like let's have a conversation but it only means something if if we're record which, dude it like, was a great parody yeah and that's what i like i liked about that song is like it had a clear angle and like a punchline to it which is yeah. just like um you know fucking people people feel there really, needs to be something created out of a conversation. It really kind of makes fun of the fact that, like, a lot of people just do, po- you know, the, the great irony is that this is on a podcast. Exactly. But a lot I of love people it. just do podcasts for the sake of doing a podcast. And they're like, we're going to have all these conversations. And, like, everyone thinks they're Joe Rogan. And they also, yeah, and they also, he's also aware of how mundane some of them can be. Yeah. Like, he mentions, like, uh, we'll have a conversation on how you became you and I became me. Exactly. <laughs> well, he's, you know, because everyone thinks they're going to be like Mark Marin and be like, I'm going to get this person's origin story. Gonna Dude, I fucking out. thought, too, Mike Minimum was going to be, like, the next great thing. 
And I still do think that. And eventually <laughs> it might. But no, there's a certain arrogance you have with starting a podcast yes. being like, Yo, Did you read gonna... the New York Times article about podcasts? No. When did, that, re- when did that release? Oh, is maybe it like two weeks ago. Scathing? Oh, it's... Uh, it, well, not necessarily... It's just very much like, yeah, there's so many podcasts and everyone thinks they can do a podcast. Which, like... That's you know. true. But at the same time, though... I'll send you... Everyone, a... you know... Everyone loves comedy, and everyone thinks they can do comedy, and there's so many people at an open mic. Like, there's no point in not trying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Like, I don't like the attitude of just like, oh, so many people are trying to do this one thing. It's just like, yeah, they're trying it. Right. Like, what do you, you expect? What is fucking, was Madonna just born Madonna? Well, I mean, maybe she was born Madonna, <laughs> but it's like, it well, takes work. they talk work. about how, like, uh, it's, it's just very much like... Uh, like everyone thinks, like I'm gonna do three podcasts, then I'm gonna get sponsorships, and then I'm oh gonna yeah, do, yeah. Which, like that's fair. You kind of believe that I had a sponsorship? No, sh- Sean. Wait, what? Sorry, what did you say? You kind of believe that I had a sponsorship just before? Oh yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking about something about our podcast, but oh, no. no, yeah, you <laughs> no, you. If you Venmo Peter or Sean, uh, five dollars, they'll say whatever. Dude, you Dude, I honestly thought you had a sponsorship from like fucking Sal's Pizza Place or something <laughs> in Briarcliff. Maybe who knows? <laughs> that's like I feel like. I feel like if you really worked for it, we can get like a twenty dollars sponsorship from anywhere. I, I've thought about thing. shopping around and being like, "You want me to talk about you on my podcast?" Dude, I don't know. I mean, we technically kind of had a sponsor for when we went to San Antonio, yeah. but they didn't give us money. They just gave us housing and a trip around San Antonio, <laughs> which is also cool. Hate um, an experience, sort of. What was another lyric I liked from the song? Don't waste a word until I hit record. <laughs> That's. <laughs> That's that's yeah. become so much more true the more like, exactly with like this where I'm like I can't necessarily like like I'm like I don't want to text Peter about his songs yeah you know so that you know I can just d- talk about it on the podcast right but, exactly you know you need to have everything uh, it, I, what I like about this is that like it pr- pretty much tries to um uh, what's the word Car- compartmentalize uh just being normal people into a medium that some might find as obnoxious. Right. <laughs> you know, like, well, listen to us on our podcast. <laughs> and promoting a podcast has become... Oh, I've just realized that like promoting a podcast is like the same thing as being like, hey, you want to catch me at this show? Like, it, it's you know, the as same account. as like doing a bringer show. <laughs> it's you know, like, it's like... And podcast. honestly, I have people who listen to like an episode and like that's about yeah. it. But... Um, um, Let's transition. Let's go to your first pick before we start going down the logistics of podcasting. Hell yeah. Your first pick is Tiny Me Gang's IFYB. Let's listen to that a little Which bit. Which is... the bitch in me top. I saw my wrist like I'm illegal. I hit it so good she don't want me to stop. Yo bitch in love with the gas. Cause she loves smoking my pipe. I eat out the box like some leftovers. Please do not turn on the lights. Y'all cuddled up on the couch. But she's so deep in my DMs. Talking about please come pick me up. Just for tomorrow I get off it. All right, so Peter, tell me a little bit about Tiny Meat Gang. So Tiny Meat Gang, um, they're comedians. Yeah, let's say comedians. No, they're, you know, it's a, it's an ambiguous term. They don't do stand-up, but um, essentially they're, they started off as, like, on Vine, and then they transitioned towards YouTube just as, like, um, sort of what made them appealing to me is that they're, they were sort of, like, the bastion of, you know, against shitty YouTube. Which is like Jake Paul, Logan Paul, like right. all all that kind of stuff. Like they're people who have made fun of those guys for a long time. Okay. And so when Jake Paul released "It's Every Day, Bro," uh, they did a parody of that, 
which I'm I'm very unclear of like what the specifics were of the parody or like why I they made no it. Idea but so they did a parody of that of song uh called um Eat a lot of meat, keep your dick fat. Okay. And they like that's <laughs> where they dropped Tiny Meat Gang. I think they like right. they were like, Oh, this is our group, Tiny Meat Gang. Um Which is also their podcast. Yeah. And then they they um actually I think like they started this podcast out of a out of a whim because so one of the one of them uh, Noel Miller I think he was like about to like <laughs> lose his apartment or something oh shit <laughs> he like lost his job about to lose his apartment so like Cody had another podcast before called like insanely chill I think yeah so they did a podcast together and like the first episode was really really funny like there are people they're like they're like two people who have really good chemistry with each right. other and they know how to like I run a bit and like keep it going. Um, and that episode, episode one, blew up. <laughs> I, I got that vibe from the little bit I listened to from their podcast. It yeah. wasn't for me. But uh, I was surprised to find out they make music. And when I first started listening to this, I was like, is the Peter, I think this is just a song, but it, it, <laughs> it trans, but that's kind of the nature of musical comedy. It has yeah. to, like, shift. And, and that's also like, the nature of them is that they, like, kind of put on this guise of, of being like sort of real until you realize they aren't. Yeah. And it's, it's fun and it's not it, like as a song, it works too. And it's, it's clever. And I think that like, you know, I think that it's just a fun transition and the fact that it grows and gets bigger, it, yeah. you know, I have, well, you said it stands for, I fucked, I your, fucked bitch. your bitch. Yeah. And it's, you know, I don't know what the two guys are, but, uh, the one guy, Noel Miller and Cody Co. So Cody Co is the one who who is like who, fucking the bitch. <laughs> Cody Co is the one who uh, fucked the other rapper's bitch, which honestly is like as a bit I think is so so funny. Oh, like it's two rappers. You could like make an entire episode of TV on that. Like two rappers bragging about fucking each other's or fucking bitches, and one of the guys fucked his realizes bitch. that it, well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's a real thing that ha- yeah. it's a thing that happens in rap too where people are like i'm gonna like make this diss track and they start to, like that happened with two that's why tupac and biggie got shot you know because <laughs> tupac's like i fucked your bitch and you know so but it's it's a fun turn and like you know it mm-hmm. ends up just being like dude i really care about this girl. i know i like it gets really real because like <laughs> you know he's actually in love and he's just like you ruined my relationship <laughs> well no so then he says great, it's into it which i do it, think was kind of a cheap ending i i do admit, i will agree with that the ending yeah. was a little cheap i feel like they didn't weren't confident with the way they ended it before so they had to feel like the the characters totally went out of whack um but no yeah essentially like i think it was funny how like you know they put this guise of being tough and then you realize one of them's just like actually like a really emotional we're, dude we're all just people <laughs> yeah we're all just people so yeah that song that is probably like one of my favorite on that list just for that punchline alone okay cool um, is that why you put it first uh yeah i think so but also i, I just enjoy their podcast i've been listening yeah. to podcasts are always like on my mind i think they're kind of partly the reason why i was like yeah let me do a podcast you know fair um but sean and i probably don't have the exact same chemistry that they do <laughs> uh Admittedly, I haven't. I yeah. I didn't love their podcast when I listened to it, but you know. Oh, actually, going back to the Beyond My Podcast, you know, what I wrote on my notes that I didn't mention. I said this guy should be more well known. Uh, he because it said only one thousand six hundred subscribers. Do you listen to Reply All? No. He very popular podcast, very interesting podcast, uh-huh. but it, they've had him featured on and like. 
I think he's well, like he's trying to get to a point where like he makes his living just because he has so many songs. But does he have like so many YouTube channels too? I don't know. Okay, but he you could get his song uh, songs on any streaming service, and like he he has so many of them, and like he said, cool. it's just kind of a hobby too. But wants to make his living doing it. Yeah, but uh, let's wish, uh, wish you luck, man. Yeah, if you're listening to this, let's transition to my next pick, which is uh, very short. It's Julia Noon's Pizza. I love this. Let's <laughs> let's listen to that right now. I burnt the roof of my mouth on some pizza that was not even good. I know that I should have waited for the cheese to cool down, but I was really, really hungry because I forgot to eat breakfast. Julia Noons. Uh, <laughs> so this, this is only 20 seconds. There's not a whole lot to say about this. Right, um, but this is like a great joke. I it, it kind of is. This is kind of like where a lot of my picks came from, where Julia yeah. Noons is generally a pretty serious artist. I actually, I listen to her music a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah, I saw. I thought she was like one of those people who just makes like short, short, silly, silly songs. But no, she like actually has music. Yeah. I was like, where did this come from? She's she's <laughs> the only person I tolerate that plays the ukulele. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, she, uh, I kind of like this just because it is just sort of a silly, whimsical song. And I kind most of the artists that I like, you know, are very serious, very dead set. But then I like when, you know, she could just be like, I burnt the roof of my mouth on some pizza. I mean, like the specifics were on point though. Yeah. Like every specific, like that's what I love about comedy is comedy. That's very specific. And the specific of it is makes it relatable to everyone. Like even she mentions she, you know, she eats a pizza and she burns the roof of her mouth, which always happens when you eat pizza. And the fact that the pizza wasn't good because most pizza isn't good. And the fact that she did it because she was really hungry and that she forgot to eat breakfast. I'm like, this is a song that pretty much like makes like every girl on social media being like, that's my life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but like, I know I was like, it's a very human song and very funny because of how specific it is. Yeah. But yeah, and it's played on like a child piano. Oh thing, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. cool. Uh, I saw her live when this song came out, and she played with. Um, she was opening for a great big world. Uh, uh-huh. If you remember them, I don't know uh, them. They they had like one hit. I never but, remembered them or um, <laughs> knew them. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she her like guitarist like just played the song, and I was like, oh, this is cool. It's cute. Um, I like it a lot. But yeah. Uh, Moving on, let's go to your next pick, which is Lil Dicky. Hell too yeah. High. Hell yeah. Uh, let's listen to that really yeah. quickly. Had to make a track about smoking weed, man. Every rapper got a track about smoking weed, so I ain't really have a choice. But I guess I made mine a little bit different, is all. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like blowing something sticky. Word to pre cum dicks. I'm with my team in this bitch and we all getting lit. I mean, the weed hella loud like a teenage chick. And we've been smoking for a minute. Yeah, we blowing on the ganja. Now I'm huffing and puffing. I'm choking on the bong. And the dope, I'm on this bomb. I'm smoking that Vietcong. Getting real high. Watching funny videos of Bill Nye. Tell me that this jam isn't still flying. Peter, tell me a little bit about this song. So this song is, I actually heard this my freshman year of college. College by people who I usually despise now, but I don't want to get into. <laughs> it. I don't want to get into the fact that Go I off. hated everyone I went to uh, Geneseo with freshman year. Called out, um, um, but either way, so this they were in, like they played this song just because like there were people who like to listen to like a lot of rap and they listen to like 
they just play this like song sort of as like a, oh it's a little dicky uh and that's when i this is how i first got introduced to little dicky right. but what made me respond to this song really strongly is the fact that my uh, my freshman year of college, I like took an edible weed brownie that I bought from some guy at a party. And before I had edibles, before I had edibles in high school, and it was like an amazing experience because I had like just a really good high from them. It was the first time I got high too. Right. So I was like, yeah, I'll just like, and I eat like the entire thing. So I was like, yeah, I'll eat the entire thing. And that was like the worst mistake like, I ever made. I have this exact same story. Yeah. So I dude, I'm like wandering from party to party with like, you know, the posse I'm with, and I'm just like I'm forgetting every two seconds. Oh, I just remember I'm like st- I'm like standing staring at people for Oh, I, I had that. And like <laughs> you know, the first time I really got high was from eating a whole lot. Yeah. Like I had like I'd smoked a little bit in high school and I'd smoked like, you know, just like at parties, but I was already like drunk, so it didn't really do anything. But then like I had an edible, and I was like, we, we like, stood in a circle for an hour and just didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. we should go. And I'm like, I'll walk you guys home. And I'm like, why did I even do that? No, it's awful. I had to, like, I had some, I need, I need someone to guide me back to campus. Oh, yeah. Uh, Genesee was, uh, like, you can walk from campus to off campus, which is really nice. Um, but, yeah, so, like, when I got back to my dorm, I was just having, like, the fucking, like, night terrors of, oh, yeah. of being too high. And so then when I, um, afterwards, when I, uh, you know, I went with my high school friends to, you know, my friend's grandfather's lake house, uh, which is where I got high the very first time. So we made another batch of weed brownies. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I know these are subdued. Um, So I had an entire weed brownie and it wasn't as strong as the other weed brownie, but I was like so traumatized by what happened to me at college that like you just did it immediately like it immediately just actually actually these were too strong too but it just immediately fucked me up before it even got like really bad and it got really bad and i was just like i hate this i'm never doing this again i have not like i i smoke weed occasionally but that's only when i'm drunk but i've never like sat down and been like I'm gonna like you every know, now and then get I do, but then. like I really have to hype myself up for it and be like, "This is so." Gonna be amazing, so this is why I respond to the little Dicky song just a lot because it's like you know I, he he mentions in the beginning like oh a lot every rapper's got to have a song about smoking weed, but instead of doing a song just about like how it like raises his status in his like, how he's like group, cool. he just mentions how he tries weed, he gets too high. And, and he's then freaking he out, which is like a very freaks out, forgets things, you know, just like <laughs> which is a very good premise for like a parody rap song where it's yeah. just like I gotta have a song about smoking weed, and then it's just about him getting too high because <laughs> no rapper would ever talk about that. He talks about like a very human thing. He talks about uh, something that's very real, and it's <laughs> and I love it a lot. It's fair. It, I I enjoy. What did I write? I I thought it was clever and relatable i guess this is just a product of the way that it's laid out but i thought it was also too long though where like uh, but like just because like i listen to short punchy yeah, stuff but it like is, i think it's the longest song on that yeah, list yeah was, i think it's like five minutes maybe yeah. it's not but like i was like okay but like also everything he said was real and i'm like i guess he's just getting mm-hmm. everything in i also like i think i went in with a negative perception of lil dicky because you don't like him well the only thing he had that i'd listened to before that was that earth song that's that's the only little dicky song you ever listened yeah, to I, are like, you serious I I, you know i i you know I now i'm gonna shame james <laughs> but like, not knowing I, his music I wasn't, uh, you, I, you said it yourself you don't go out of your way to listen to that's true songs, that's true you know but like no, it's surprising like i thought you'd at least listen to like 
a few of his nah. songs before Earth, but you listen to Earth. Like Earth was like a weird Earth, fucking Earth song. <laughs> it it did. It so. did, and it was like it had this air of superiority with people who like whose carbon footprints are off the chart. And it's like ugh, I can't take this seriously. No, it's I can't take it seriously at all. But, but yeah. uh, no, too high. Uh, def- you know, like I mean, the visuals in that in that are very strong too. Like when yeah. like I've. I'm trying to remember, like he has like the fucking like Doritos. I I listened to this before fighting I, each other or something. I left. I listened to this before I left my house today, and he was. I I got a kick out of like when the sun's behind a cloud. Is it's like dick hanging? Out? That was like weird <laughs> that, to me. I oh I like the one the parts that like I like just like how the visuals were in like. Um, like there's like these animated visuals of like food fighting each other, and then there's like something like like a cheerleader like it's so it's so psychedelic like it's like a cheerleader getting punted through a a field goal or something like that and it's just like yeah no these like he he has like really strong visuals for what happened what you think when you're too high yeah and he gets into specifics about like the things he's thinking about i'm like yeah that's what i thought about when i thought i was going to die and he mentions in the song like i think i'm going to die die. (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah no it has a strong setup it's an anti-weed psa strong setup strong punchline uh, love it a lot. All right, cool. Let's let's move to my next pick, which is Bo Burnham's "Repeat Stuff." Yeah, from I think that's from what? Let's listen to Absolutely that a little bit. Absolutely brilliant. I'm a nice to not realize everything I've said has been said before in a thousand ways in a thousand songs, sung with the same four chords. But you'll still love it. Let me finger you. Yeah, finger you. Finger you. Oh, girl. Bo Burnham. I yeah. I saw Bo Burnham on this tour. So oh. yeah, he didn't do. He did like just the piano version of this, which is also brilliant. But I I like the I like the studio take on it. Yeah, he's a comedian who I haven't really enjoyed most of his stand-up, but I think he's a good songwriter. And repeat stuff is a song. It's very catchy. Yeah. It's very it, catchy. It serves its, per, you know, it's, yeah. it's making fun of pop music and it's, and a, it's a good, good parody, pop song. Good parody of corporate pop songs, <laughs> <laughs> which I, which I like a lot. Um, I'm trying to, it's been a while since I listened to this. So I'm looking through my notes trying to remember this. I think one of my favorite things, uh, you know, it, it's kind of a, uh, what's it called? A one direction parody yeah. where it's like, what makes you beautiful? And he's like, He's like, okay, we're going to talk about all these vague things that make someone beautiful and then, like, mm-hmm. just sell it to you. Yeah, I like your fingerprints. Like, that's a funny... Yeah. Uh, I like s- your s- eyes in the bluish, way. brownish, greenish It's color. a funny satirical lines. Um, I love his delivery, too. Oh, yeah. Like, his delivery actually made me laugh really hard when he talks about, like... Um, Girls with no arms. Yeah. And like, it's like, <laughs> they can't use iTunes. Now my so agent. Fuck so, but he's like, so fuck them. <laughs> well, so did you listen to, did you watch the studio version or the, the live version? Cause I think I watched the studio version. Okay. When he does it live, I think that that no, live is better. Li- I've said, I've seen him do it live right. too. Yeah. Um, but for this, I watched the studio version. But no, no, he, his delivery live is also spot on. I and also he sucks the microphone, which I think is such oh, a it's such a brilliant move because oh. no one's ever going to do that. I I've thought about doing that at mics, but I'm no, like, you I don't cannot. Have a, you I don't cannot have do joke. that. No one can. No one at you any open mic, mic. No one at any open mic can do that. If they do that, they're going to be banned from that mic. No one's going to want to talk to someone who fucking just like deep throated the microphone and put all their diseases on that microphone. I'm going to do that. Needs at to share. 
after this goes up. You have to be you have to be Bo Burnham level or above to do that. I also hope that he owns that microphone in the sense that like if he's just going to random theaters and just like oh yeah just give me a microphone and stick it in his mouth germs. No, I bet they just gave that to the next artist who was at the the venue. But, But even just like for him like deep throating it i'm just like but uh my favorite thing i think about this song too is when he starts being like oh satan <laughs> and he's like oh yeah that, you know oh, hello <laughs> satan <laughs> hey satan and then he's like i am the dark i am the void and i'm like oh that's great because pop music is the devil right well he's he's getting into it's like illuminati yeah, the sort illuminati, of uh, the subliminal aspects, messages aspect to it which is which is funny because like it, it you know it tells a story and it gets like really absurd yeah <laughs> and then you know it's a, it's a great contrast with like who he's presenting himself to be and then he's just someone who's like he's just like kidnapping a girl yeah. for a sacrifice <laughs> <laughs> and Bo Burnham's like a good looking enough guy that he could be like a Justin Bieber pop star that sticks yeah no he can play he his. can play the part very yeah. very well definitely um, um, I think Justin Bieber actually saw him perform this song yeah, live. He, he said that on Conan, talks right? About that on Conan, <laughs> and he's like, I, which is I have so this song fucking, that kind of makes fun of him, and which I feel is so bad. fucking good, though. Oh no, yeah, it, but who, who needs to fuck his feelings? Justin speaking Bieber? truth to power, that's, Justin Bieber. That's all comedy's Justin Bieber's about, right? fine. <laughs> he's fine. I'm presuming. Um, but yeah, let's let's move right along into your next pick, which is "Spose." I'm awesome. Oh, so this is like the oldest song I think on that list. Uh, let's listen to that really quick. So I'm driving around in my mom's ride. I'm awesome. A quarter of my life gone by, and I met all my friends online. Motherfucker, I'm awesome. I will run away from a brawl. I'm awesome. There's no voicemail, nobody calls. I'm awesome. I can't afford to buy. All right, Peter, you said this is the oldest song. Yeah. So this is when I first heard the song. I, I went to a, a teen camp from like. 13 to 17 okay. over the summer and I think I was 14 yes I was 14 when I first heard this song like someone played it just I don't know who was in our bunk and I was like it was so funny to me that's just fair. like a guy yeah. who's being like I'm awesome yeah I actually think I know 90% of the lyrics to this song oh, to this really? day because I listened to it you way spit it? way too much I'm awesome no you're not dude don't lie I'm awesome driving around in my mom's ride I'm awesome a quarter of my life gone by, and I met all my friends online. Oh, that would got too real for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, thought, I was like, how long can I make him do this for? I'm from Maine, and I don't hunt. Nope. And I can't ski, smoke weed, but I can't roll blunts by me with, I don't know. But, yeah, he's from Maine. He's a fellow Mainer, too. That's, oh, I that's, guess that's what Are you from me. Maine? My mom's from Maine. Oh. And I visit Maine, like, every summer, right. so it's like a But you're not from Maine. No, I'm not from Maine. I never, you know. But, um... No, I, I, I thought this was fun. It was, uh, I like that it's kind of self-deprecating. It's yeah. kind of Lonely Islandish. Yeah. Um, have you ever listened to nerdcore hip hop? It's like, it kind of, you know, a lot of like the beats are built on video game music. I forget the names of like some of the that sounds cool. most pop. It, you might, you know, yeah. if you, I like I like my chip tune music. Yeah. I'll I'll send you some stuff. But like you know, they sample like the, the Super Mario theme and then rap over it. So it kind of reminded me a little bit of that. Oh, that's interesting. That, I know I know uh, there's a group called Dwayne and Brando who do the same thing. Okay, <laughs> they like. Um, there's also another. I didn't put them on the list because, like, I think they would be too niche. But like, there's like, br- there's this guy named Brental Floss. There's a guy named. There's a group Why called Dwayne and Br- Dwayne and Brent. Brental Floss does. Um, uh, I- I'm not too into him anymore. I used to be into him, like back in high school. I think he takes video game songs and he like uh, asks the questions, like, "What if it had lyrics?" Okay. So it's like uh, cool. it's like the Super Mario. Or yeah, he's done like a lot of songs, like oh the Donkey Kong Country theme with lyrics, and then he like. 
puts lyrics onto the, like the beat of the song and stuff. That's cool. And some of them, it's like his early stuff is like really weird because like he just like goes on these like really weird tangents that aren't even about video games. <laughs> That's one way uh, to do but it. But his newer stuff is like it's very like um, you know on brand with the video game. I'm not really that into him anymore. I don't know why. It's just like it feels very forced now. Right, yeah. Like, the whole uh, concept feels very forced. Do yeah. you watch Cinema Sins on YouTube? No, because they're kind of douches. <laughs> yeah. Are I, they an actual parody? Like, people are claiming, like, oh, they're not supposed to be taken seriously. Right, they're not. Okay. But, like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, they're kind of silly, but then, like, I used to love them, but now they're all just kind of, like, It's kind of boring. Formulaic. It's very yeah. boring, yeah, yeah, Um. But, yeah, so uh, so you said you you found the song in middle school. Yeah, so like I was like fourteen when I first heard it, and I loved it because I don't know, I don't know fucking why I loved it. Just because does like, it still resonate with you, <laughs> like as like a funny song or? Um, you know what? I actually used to have this on my phone. Okay, and I think like a year ago I took it off because I was Fair. so sick of listening to it because I listened to it so many times. Right. Uh, and. Do you ever do that with joke songs where, like, you listen to it so many times that it stops being a joke song? It just becomes a normal song you like? Um, I used to uh, do that with, like, Bo Burnham. I maybe, which is a very funny concept. But, no, I don't put a lot of joke songs on my phone. I mean, like, like my music playlist has been, like, building since, like, I was 15. Right. So there's, like, songs from there. And then, you know, eventually I, I... grow up and realize I shouldn't be listening to this. Actually, do you know Rucka Rucka Alley? The name's familiar. Oh, he's a bad person. But (laughs) I, like, regret saying that, like, I enjoyed his music when I was in middle school. I mean, I used to like a lot of music. But, like, he's, he's like, kind of just not a cool... He's just, like, a person who does, like... uh, He he does, like, you know, Weird Al style. Like, he does his own... But he, it's always, like, something about, like, where he's just, like, blatantly racist. I, do you know, so this is even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know Johnny Rebel? No. Johnny Rebel, I think he's a serious artist. But, yeah. like, his, his music is just, it's straight up racist. It's yeah. full-blown racist. And, like, used to listen to it because I'm like, oh, this is so funny. Why would anyone take this seriously? But exactly. I think he's being real. Well, exactly. Like, I mean, uh, I don't think Record Rick Alley is, like, trying to be racist. I think he's just trying to, like, be edgy. Right. But, like, I will admit, like, that's, like, stuff that was on my, like, very, very early playlist. When I was was younger, I used to... And then I was just like, why am I fucking listening to this garbage? And I had to take it all off. So, so suppose, I think that song met the same fate. And honestly, now that I think about it, I think that song is probably, like, my least favorite on the list in terms of, like, it being a joke. I think there's... One of the things I kind of felt, too, at least in terms of it, is, like, sometimes the the joke gets stretched to meet a rhyme, which is... One, uh, you know, it's one of the things you have to do as a m- musical comic, but it's also it can also hurt a lot of jokes, in my opinion. Yeah, and he's also a serious artist too. I think oh, he like cool. has like serious. I don't know much about him, but I don't oh. think he's like this is what he does. I think this is just like his song he did. Um, and I'm trying to. F- I think there might be more of a backstory to it, but I just cannot cannot think of uh, it right now. But. That's you know it's a it's a song I'm awesome, it's cool, you know it's good for yeah. yourself it's a good self esteem builder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's move right along to my next pick, which was Lonely Island, Jack Sparrow mm. featuring Michael Bolton. Let's listen to that right now for a little bit. Yeah. 
Dude, SNL. I like how much of a better singer he is than the Lonely Islands. It, and he's just singing about pirates. Well, well so that's that's the whole, you know, Michael Bolton has kind of like gone through this thing where like now it's cool to have Michael Bolton like sing a hook. He's a great singer. He's an amazing okay. singer. And then like, I just like how it's it's a straight up serious song. And excuse me, like, you know, there. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be a good rap song if it was just the Lonely Island, but yeah, you know, it wouldn't. No, you of know, course not. You'd be like, oh, this is kind of like a, a serious, like, okay, cool, I'll meet you, take you home, and fuck you twice, guy. But then you just get <laughs> Michael Bolton being like Jack Sparrow. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, that's that's a good. It, it yeah. wouldn't it would be it wouldn't be funny if it wasn't him like it, going into it. It's so silly. It's so obnoxious, and it's like a good sketch too. Like, yeah, it's a good sketch because yeah. the premise the is there, aspect. and then it just keeps heightening. Well, I like when I think it's right before the second chorus. Michael Bolton just goes, "Now back to the good part," and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, this is amazing! <laughs> I love this." And then, like, when he's just like, "I'm gonna try it with something else," and then he does uh, f- like Forrest Gump, and oh, uh, yeah. you know. I don't remember all, but then he lands on Scarface, and they're like, "All right, it's definitely something that like I think every sketch writer should watch because it takes something that like is so in danger of becoming very old and makes it not old, yeah, in a very unique way." And that's what I love a lot about that. It's it's similar to the Tiny Meat Gang song in the sense that like you know it's it's very self serious until you get to a point, and then it's straight up silly just straight up silly yeah and like it takes like kind of like a a tough guy persona and then you know just flips it on its head yeah and i like that i like when you i honestly now they realize it i like when (laughs) people uh like tear apart the tough guy persona and just make it silly Maybe because I don't like tough guys. Well, it, it, you know, you can only be so self-serious and then yeah. you have to, you know, be silly at a certain point. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And I think that having Michael Bolton do do a huge chorus, like, like it, it wouldn't, like, that would be the saving grace of the song if he wasn't singing about Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's totally true. Um, and as someone that's never seen a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, I still appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's... Uh, I bet Michael Bolton's never seen Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I wa- I he, doesn't, he doesn't need to. I just imagine, like, Andy Samberg going, like, all right, Michael Bolton, we're going to have you, like, sing this chorus about Jack Sparrow. And he's like, okay, cool. He's like, I haven't seen those movies. And they're like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's, let's move right along to your next pick, which is uh, Ninja Sex Parties, Three Minutes of Ecstasy. Uh, let's listen to that. Yeah, Three. so this is a band I got into. Um, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Let's Play channel Game Grumps no. at all. Um, so they're I've heard of it, but they're they're very popular now. But um, so back in 2012, um, 
there's this like really popular YouTube animator at the time named Aaron Hansen, or as he was called on YouTube, Ego Raptor. And he started a Let's Play channel with uh, his, you know, a, a friend of his who was like, you know, like kind of like an AVGN styled, AVGN styled okay. video game reviewer called John Jafari, or, or as his uh, YouTube name was, JonTron. So they created a Let's Play channel called Game Grumps. And they, they were people like had, who had amazing chemistry and were really fun to listen to. Uh, and they just like played games and their channel blew up. Eventually, John left right. after a year. So Aaron replaced him with a guy named Dan Avedon, or as he's known in Ninja Sex Party as Danny Sexbang. Okay. So that's where I learned about Ninja Sex Party. It's basically the premise is just he's um, he's like this like Jewish rock star okay. with a murderous ninja as his like uh, keyboard player. <laughs> uh, and the premise of their songs is mostly about like how he's like... Uh, he sees himself as this like very um he sees himself as this philandering uh man who's very good with women when in r- reality he's just not at all <laughs> yeah so that's sort of like the the premise of their entire group and like mostly all of their songs well so this song kind of reminded me of i just had sex by the lonely island in the sense that it's like this like oh you know i'm i'm amazing at sex and he's like it's 3 minutes no <laughs> yeah exactly so you know <laughs> which it, it, it's kind of like a it's you know everyone has a i you know i come quickly joke <laughs> but like you know it's very overblown uh, yeah and this so. song i actually he has videos of this doing this at gotham okay so them actually live i haven't seen them live but them live is actually so much funnier than i feel like yeah i feel like a visual component could <laughs> do because like i i just listened to it so i'm like yeah so like uh when they get to the part where they're like talking about like let's count it down one one thousand two one thousand <laughs> when they do that live it gets such a big laugh because they go on and on and right. on that's fun <laughs> i that that definitely because like this this didn't resonate with me like at all just listening to it but i could i i'll have to look up the live video no the live the, like, they do another song which is also like very funny live because the premise of that song is that like they go to a woman's house and they're just like who are you going to have sex with, me or Ninja Brian? And the joke is just like, uh, Ninja is Ninja Brian is like so cool and mysterious, and I'm just dorky. But also, Ninja Brian has an STD, but Ninja Brian's just like... <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't expect to be outed like that. Right. <laughs> That's funny. But um, this song, I like I, I like this song because I think it's also a little bit relatable, where it's just like, right. like yeah, I want to pleasure you, but and like I don't want to spend so long exactly. on this. <laughs> I think that's because we're men. Well, exactly. Like it's very, it's making fun of men. Yeah. It's being like men who are just like I'm women gonna, are like I want to. I'm going to pleasure men you are so like, hard, wanna, girl. Men are like I want to come yeah. as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like I, the song a lot. I think the best joke of and the, the mu- song and also the okay. So this is actually a song I do have on my on my phone oh, now. Okay. Because I do love the music in this song. Okay. Too. I thought it, musically it, it, it's cool, smooth R and B ish, hard yeah. rock. But uh, I think the best joke of the song is that the song itself is longer than three minutes. Dude, I didn't fucking notice. I, that. <laughs> well, I had it. I'm like three minutes of ecstasy, and I'm like, if it was three minutes, one second. But I think it's like three twenty or something. You know. Oh, uh, okay. Know, but yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's let's move forward. Uh, my next pick was Weird Al Yankovic's Amish Paradise. Let's listen to that for a little bit. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. But that's just perfect for an Amish like me. You know I shun fancy things like electricity. 
At 4.30 in the morning, I'm milking cows. Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows. Fool and I've been milking and plowing. So and I'm wearing a weird Al Yankovic shirt. I see today. that, which is uh, nice. I, I wore it specifically oh, for Oh, boy. This. And I listened to this song, like, an hour ago. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, what did you think of it? Um... I'm trying. I it, fuck. I I I I'm sorry about this because like I this is like a song I didn't do a lot of research on because you know um, it's a parody of a it's a parody of Gangsta's Paradise. Paradise. But like I think what I suspected from this song, I haven't listened to Gangsta's Paradise a lot. Um, but I'm, what I suspected from this song is that like, I think the, the the key to a good parody song is that like, not only is it like entertaining and you know fun to listen to. But like it nails the cadence of the original song right. really well, which and I think Amish Paradise does that. It hits every beat, and even if like you watch the two videos, it's like it's like Weird Al's got the silly Amish stuff going on, but also like when he's just like rapping at the woman, you're like, okay, cool, this is like what Coolio's video is. Right, right, and I think that's like kind of what makes this respond to parody or like parody songs like that a little bit stronger is when it has that sense of familiarity yeah. to it. Like, you know, Another One Rides the Bus sounds so much like Another One Bites the Dust. Yeah. So it's like, it sounds so familiar and because of that, we're allowed to be drawn into whatever the lyrics are. I... I almost there's so many Weird Al songs I could yeah. have chosen. I originally had another one rides rides the bus. Yeah, I was close to putting "Smells Like Nirvana" on, um, which is just like just a straight up making fun of Nirvana song. <laughs> uh, the reason I switched it to this was because I saw Weird Al Yankovic live like maybe three weeks ago or so, and when he started playing this, I started tearing up because it's so <laughs> it's so viscerally emotional and like it's. It, it's so big, and this was a formative song when I was in middle school. Nice. So yeah, and I, I wish I wish Weird Al was in my life in middle school instead of Rucka Rucka Alley. <laughs> like Rucka Rucka Alley is like what? Like because everyone we were like I'm we were like look, look we're Rucka, we, we were taught about Martin Luther King. We're we can't be racist at all, and we're like listening to like this song that's called Ching Ching Chong, oh and it's just God. like a guy he's just doing an Asian bad Asian accent. Do you watch Glow? Glow? No, but they actually... They talk the, about that a little bit. Oh, wait, Glow is... Um, gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, I saw, like, the first episode of that. No. Wasn't no. into it that much, no, but, yeah. It's fair. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's... It, the fact that, like, we're... Uh, I kind of wish I could <clears throat> get an Amish perspective on this song. Um, because I've heard Coolio's perspective, and Coolio uh, is not happy about it. Why? Um, so apparently Weird, Weird Al doesn't have to do this, but he, he always gets permission to make his parodies, um, be, from, oh, from, from the, the artist, from the original artist, oh, which okay. you don't need to do because you're because protected under law. copyright, yeah. but he, he says it helps him keep good relationships in the music industry and things like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That makes famously, sense. Famously, uh, Paul McCartney won't let him do live and let die because his parody is chicken pot pie. <laughs> 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 and Paul McCartney's <laughs> a vegan, so oh, it's so good. So, but like mm. Paul McCartney's like, you know, I can't let you endorse <clears throat> eating meat when I'm a, a strict vegan. And yeah. Weird Al's like, I'm a vegan too, <laughs> you know. He's <laughs> like, but it's funny. Um, but uh, but so I guess there was a mis. A uh, very often it's just like publicist to publicist, and right? I right, guess right, right. 
Coolio's publicist said, oh, yeah, it's totally fine. And then Coolio heard it, and he was not happy about it. And uh, he, he had beef with Weird Al for a long time. They've since resolved it, but he was like... And it's one of his best songs. I don't know. Yeah, no, he, I think he really t- gets into, like... He really gets into specifics of being Amish, like getting just stared at by people. Oh, yeah, 100 And also, like, visiting an Amish farm and being bored out of your minds. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't, like... Although... <laughs> I've I've heard some things about the Amish where like they're actually not as strict as you'd think they are. Yeah, I've also heard like a lot of like anti-Amish sentiment on Facebook. Really? So I heard and look, look, I don't want to like spread conspiracy theories, but like I think they they keep dogs like the Amish or sure. something like that. Maybe like I've heard a lot I heard of something about like someone shared something about how they, they like jam um, like seal pipes down dogs' throats so they like destroy their vocal cords and can't bark or something. Oh, like I that. didn't know about. I'm that. like, what the See, fuck? I've, I've I've heard that there's a lot of like sexual abuse that goes on within the Amish I community. I don't that. know that, but I mean, I've I've heard. Let's it. not spread Amish conspiracy <laughs> theories because I know this is so an little. Anti-Amish. I don't. I can. <laughs> I consider so. Li- yeah, maybe the you Amish should... can't hear this, Peter. It's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> you know, <it's laughs> that is like the safest group to shit on is the Amish because yeah. of that. You know, fuck the Amish. If you're Amish and you're listening to this you're going to hell i mean you are <laughs> i mean you could literally start a podcast that's like fuck the amish and like no one who is actually amish would be offended that's, that's what your next podcast should be fuck the fuck amish, the amish. <laughs> um, that's a good bit but yeah uh do you know um jonah ray the no. comic from he's on a mystery science theater 3000 but mm. uh he just released an album of weird al covers and he does like a punk version of this song and it's cool mm. so yeah want nice. to get that out um, but yeah, let's let's move right along. Uh, your next pick is Star Bombs. Minecraft is for everyone. Let's listen to that uh, a little bit a, right now. Do a fair sheet of squares sleep below my feet. Creepers, what they call me. But even I see that all of this beauty can fill me with such glee. Look at this tall tree. It's nature's majesty. Would it be so bad if someone blew the f*** out of it? The sweet pig here, alone walking around. He has the perfect face for getting ripped from the inside. F*** out! Hey, what? Tell me a little. So Starbomb, so Starbomb is, so yes, it's good this is after an intersex party. So, uh, so Aaron and Dan, they still host Game Grumps. And I guess like the two of them decided to like make like this rap group together sure. called Starbomb where they would just like kind of like the premise is that they would take like some sort of video game joke and like make a song out of it. Um, And, you know, there's like, they have some few, they have a few good songs. I like one of them is this. Uh, And I like this both for the, the punchline and, and the music. And I I love the music in this a lot. Um, But no, I just like, I, I, you know, I I don't think I've, I've played Minecraft like once in my life. Okay. I've like watched people play Minecraft on YouTube. Like I, I get the gist. Uh, I do like the character um, in this song. <laughs> I have no connection to this because I don't know anything you don't about know Minecraft. Anything about so Minecraft. I was like, so yeah, yeah. Minecraft so like, might be for everyone, but this so song is only for people <laughs> that play Minecraft. Dude, I, sh- I should have sent you like another song. Do you oh, play no, video games fun. at all, or I, you know, sometimes okay. I like I don't know, but like I I play like Grand Theft Auto. Like. So yeah, like the the premise is that like you know there's a there's a the, do you know what a creeper is though? Like I mean it's like no. a very wow. I so like no, I mean a creeper, I it's like creepers Minecraft. like the most like defining character in Minecraft, which is just like it's pretty much just a suicide. Side bomber. Okay. It's just like an enemy who, like, if you get too close to it, it blows up. 
So that's why in this song, like, they personify the creeper as, like, this, like, guy with anger management issues, and he's just, like, terrorizing the village or, or whatnot. And, like, you know, um, some guy, like, some guy who's, like, considered the player character is trying to, like, guide him along towards, like, a happier, more more positive life and, like, how it's just, like, very hard for him, <laughs> hard for him to, like, really do that. I just know given, nothing about just this. given uh, who he is. I'm also still very hungover, so it's like hard. <laughs> oh it's no, it's hard is, for me to. Know, re- it's also hard for me to remember some no, of these songs. That's weirdly fine. enough, alcohol um, abuse is fine, Peter. For now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like this song. I think uh, mostly for its music, but I I do like what I love a lot about this song i think my favorite part about the song is that they actually do get notch on the song who is the creator of minecraft oh, okay that's cool who is that's also like a he's also like a huge racist now apparently like yeah, everyone hates I, him I, but but like what's funny is that they actually got notch so like when it gets to the part where it's just like they have him he's like hey guys need help uh writing the song and like um the creeper is just like no what do you know about minecraft and he's like wow. i'm i'm not <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and then and, makes the, more sense. and then the creeper responds saying like more like not your song <laughs> oh God. and he says oh sugar snap peas i've been there because he's trying not to curse oh, like right he's, yeah. he's trying to be on a nice kick um and then and then it ends with like you're my new friend and then he just blows up because like the the whole point about creepers is that like they're annoying and they always just blow up and like everyone right. who plays minecraft i've like, been that person them. playing online <laughs> games and playing video games and stuff where I'm like, how am I just going to fuck this up for everyone else? So yeah. I, so I can kind of relate to that, but like yeah. I was listening to this and I'm like, I don't know anything about Yeah, this. but musically, I also like the song musically too. It has like this really nice whimsical um, melody to it, it. It makes more sense now that you <clears throat> said that Starbomb is connected to Ninja Sax Party because there are some similarities. Well, yeah, so Danny is in both of them essentially. So... Let's definitely similarities in the way they write. Yeah. Let's let's move to my next pick, which is the Dropkick Murphys. Kiss me, I'm shit faced. Let's listen to a little bit of that right now. I play one mean guitar and then score at the bar. There's a line of chicks waiting for their chance. So come on now, honey. I'll make you feel pretty. These other gals mean nothing to me. Finish these drinks and be gone for the night Cause I'm more than a handful, you'll see Dropkick Murphys, uh, artists that I just said I made fun of on stage <laughs> You know, I just started writing jo- I love the Dropkick Murphys, though I uh, know one song by them, and you could probably I'm guess which song I'm shipping up to Boston Hell yeah um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, this is a this is a big closing moment for a lot of their shows. It's this kind that of makes leans sense. into my you know I I like when serious artists do kind of sillier mm. songs where you know they they they're the stereotypically Irish band you know yeah. most people only listen to Dropkick Murphys on St Patrick's Day and yeah. I like that it's heavy on the bagpipes and they're taking Kiss Me I'm Irish mm. and making it Kiss Me I'm Shitface. So when I first listened to it. 
like I, I hated it immediately. That's fair. Like a I, lot of people when, don't. When like I first listened, well, so when I first listened to it, I hated it immediately because you can tell this person's like putting on this ruse. Like he's not yeah. as successful as he says he is. He's hanging out at a bar with a bunch of alcoholics and druggies and whores, telling and, or, people, you know, yeah. whatever. I'm just like, this is so stupid. Like I like songs that are honest, and like this right. is like the most. Uh, at the beginning, it was like the most dishonest song, and then it got and into, then and low. then he got into like, look. I'm not any of these things. Like I'm, you know, I'm in a rut. Um, and that's when I really got into it. Oh, really? No, I'm serious. <laughs> it, like when it he does pick up then too, when he when so. he when he got honest when he when he just said like, oh no, look, I'm. I mean, I also hate people who fucking brag about being cool and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when he like he when he dropped that ruse when he was like just saying like, no, I'm, I'm in a rut. You know, everything's bad. But what is what does he say? Like it has I'm like a, a pitiful little, sight. It has like a little bit of a redemption arc to it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember which part of it. Well, he, he throws in the line where he's like, "I'm a, I'll be a, I'll be a monogamous man. Oh, no yeah, more yeah, yeah. one night stands." So yeah, he has Let like a redemption arc, yeah. and then it gets into the the chorus again. And I'm like, I I actually do like this song now because yeah. like it's a great bar chanting song. Yeah. And like the fact that it you had could just this throw your arms around your friends and be like, exactly, Kiss me, I'm exactly. And it made me want to like get drunk and sing this song that, in a bar. That, that, that's that's the big moment in every drop. They yeah. close their shows a lot of the time. They like bring women up on stage, <laughs> and, like, you know, just like you know, people throwing arms around each other, which is just something I like in music in general. Yeah. And then like. You know, just like, you know, we've all been super shit-faced and tried to pick someone up from the bar and be like, come on, come on. I'm drunk. You're drunk. Let's let's hang out. Yeah. So, no, I I like the song a lot. I thought I was going to hate it, but like the way the journey it took me on. I'm, like, I'm made surprised it that it. you were like, OK, later on. <laughs> it, it, no, yeah. because like then it became like really real and honest. Yeah. And like it, it honestly felt like it. there was sort of like this. um I guess maybe cinematic quality to it. I, where yeah, like it told yeah. this like story and then like at the end, like everyone's, you can tell there's like this sense, like everyone's all swaying and arms around each other and chanting. Like it tells a good story. And that's what I like cool. about this song. And then he's like in the trousers, she kissed me. And then she just goes, it was tiny and uh, <laughs> fitting. It's great. They're that's Irish. Great. Yeah. So, uh, let's move on to your next pick, which is Lonely Island, Finest Girl from the movie Popstar. <laughs> let's uh, listen to that right now. Finest girl I ever met in my whole life. Want to take a homemade from my wife. Knew she was a freak when she started talking. She said, fuck me like we fucked Bin Laden. Ooh, that girl was a freak. She said she wanted me to fuck her harder than the military. Fuck Bin Laden. Lonely Island, second Lonely Island pick of the playlists. Hell yeah. Um, you know, I admittedly have never seen Popstar. I've not even seen okay, it either. Cool. I haven't okay. seen it either. I've just, I heard the song at, at, at college at one point. On and my I was other like, uh, podcast, I have Popstar down as a movie I have to watch. So Yeah, I heard it was okay. <laughs> I, I, I've heard it's fun, but uh, yeah, yeah this, is a, this is a fun song. It's No, I like it a lot. You know. Um, um, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember it now. Um, well, she wanted me to fuck her like we fucked. In <laughs> I mean, the joke is just so funny. Oh, it's it, yeah, it's so funny. And the way I mean, the Lonely Island, I think they're very good at heightening their premises, and they all right. <laughs> and I I mean, what the island what the Lonely Island does super well is they make they make good pop songs, yeah, essentially, and then like you know they they find a way to subvert it, and yeah, you know, it's just like. <laughs> 
She told me she wanted me to fuck her like we fucked Bin Laden. Yeah, and it's like it's almost like a believable sexy talk thing to say, yeah. but also so absurd. <laughs> well, it starts like it. It kind of starts where you're like, okay, this is gonna be like a cool. Uh, yeah, I, I can only imagine a girl saying, yeah, fuck me like you fucked Bin Laden. And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, like the <laughs> USA fucked Bin Laden. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> and it gets into the specifics of how he did it. That's kind of like... they talk about dropping his body in the ocean. I think one time when I was having sex with my high school girlfriend, do you yeah. know the song High School Party by Bo Burnham? No. He, he's he got a moment in it where he's like, ooh, did you feel that? That was an educated guess. And like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I once said that to my high school girlfriend and like she got really mad at me <laughs> <laughs> so I could just imagine saying to a girl I want you to fuck me like you fucked Bin Laden <laughs> I mean that's like that's like kind of like aha uh-huh, okay but if you said that too I could see how a girl would get kind of it, mad if you said that uh, to her 100% and I could all I'll, I'll <laughs> chalk it up to being in high school I would never do that again Hell yeah yeah he's trying to be a comedian he was always trying to be biting he was always trying to yeah, yeah, throw yeah. bits at people <laughs> but but yeah I I wish I could hear this in the context of the movie. Yeah, I do too. And there was another song that I was considering sending, which I think is also hilarious, which is like, I forgot what the song is called, but the premise is just like, he's trying to be an ally for the gay community, but also trying to also so insecure and trying to, Oh, really? Like trying to, Tell everyone that he's not gay at all. <laughs> uh, oh, that's Which, a no home. Uh, I don't know no. what it's called, but I think it's a parody of like something Macklemore said, where he like opened Probably. up with a song, being like, "I thought I was gay, but then I realized I wasn't." <laughs> um, have you ever <laughs> seen? Uh, fuck, now I lost my train. Of th- oh, have you ever seen "Get Him to the Greek"? No, he he's got a song in it called African Child, where he's like this <laughs> serious song. And it's just called he's like, I'm like a little African child. And it's just like it's so hell. Yeah. But like that same sort of like I'm trying to be serious, but also like hell don't yeah. totally know. But yeah, I don't know. I think Lonely Island's great. And did you watch uh, their Netflix thing? I have no I call idea it what you're talking about. Because it, oh, yeah. they have a thing on Netflix. It's like a visual poem. Uh, it's it's interesting. It's weird. Okay, but I I recommend checking. So it check out it out. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's let's move to my next pick, which you said you didn't like, which is "Dominated Love Slave" by Green Day. Let's I have uh, no notes. Let's listen to that really quick. I wanna be your dominated love slave. You can spank me when I do not behave. Smack me in the forehead with a chain. I love <laughs> feeling dirty. Um, I chose this because it's really on brand for me. Well, I just said, like, the first thing I have in my notes is this made me uncomfortable. That's fair. Uh, imagine the people that go to see Green Day live and then they do this. I was surprised it was from 92, too. Like, yeah, I didn't realize, like, since the I didn't 90s. realize Green Day has been. Green Day is, is been from the 80s. They're as old as, like, fucking... Their biggest album was released in 94. Like, they're as old as, like... <sighs> fuck, I don't, I don't really know my music timeline that all. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, think of a band that's been around since the 80s. Well, I think... Uh, they're I, as old as that. That's well, crazy well, to so me. Well, so I think one of the things that people our age kind of forget is, like, you know, any... If you listen to Green Day growing up, uh, you know, the, their breakthrough moment for us was American Idiot, which was 2004. So it's Hell easy yeah. to think of them as a 2004 band. Right. Yeah, exactly. But like their breakthrough was in 94 with uh, Dookie. 
Yeah, so, that's a good album too. I like album. yeah, I like songs but, on that album. And uh I love Green Day is one of my favorite bands of all time. I I really respect Damn. pretty much everything they've done. Uh and I kind of like that sometimes they get silly, you know? I they they let the drummer sing some songs. They have a, <laughs> a hidden track on uh on Dookie that's about masturbation where he's just like I was alone. <laughs> I was all by myself. <laughs> you know, no one was looking and like it's it's just fun, goofy. It's just doofy <laughs> stuff, you know? And, like, I kind of, you know, there, there's the part of me that I'm like, oh, you know, uh, it's funny to hear a, an otherwise serious album break into, like, I want to be your dominated love slave. But also, like, I don't know. I like that Green Day cuts loose. I have, my, no- I have my notes just as a parody of a demographic. Kind of, Which yeah. is like, that's what it was, but it's like... It's like full-on trailer trash. It's just like... Okay, here's a funny story that I think I told you, but I, I think your listeners will appreciate it, and also you'll appreciate it if you forgot. When I was in Russia with my last girlfriend, I, I we we went to, like, sort of, like, the rural area of St. Petersburg by, like, this cabin in the lake. Um we were seeing one of Maria's childhood friends, who's also someone who knew English sort okay, of well. So cool. I was able to communicate with him a little bit. Uh, you know, he, ta- he actually d- talked a bit to me about what music I liked. Okay, cool. And I told him, like, you know, <laughs> and he said, "Your just taste I, in music, like, your taste in music sucks. You stupid." No, he just like had no <laughs> idea what I was talking about. I was like, you know, I like alternative rock. I like, you know, indie acoustics, whatnot. You know, just. Very niche stuff, which I don't know if he knew the words for. Right. Um, but he asked me if I liked country. Okay. So he's a big fan of country music, That's like American country music. Yeah. That's so weird. So when we when we were like we're like we're like driving to like the lake to like hang out with all these like Slavs who like you know just hang out hang out at the lake by the summer and the summer like a slur even though i know so <laughs> no Slav is like that's yeah. how you so we we get into his car and he starts playing his playlist and he's playing the playlist that he thinks like. I'm going to enjoy because I'm from America. And he starts, I don't, I actually don't, I don't like remember. God bless the US. I don't remember who the artist is. I think it's, maybe you can look him up e- very easily, but like he played like the trashiest country music. It was like trail, it was trailer trash there's, country music. There's a lot of trashy country He played music. the trashiest trailer country music. Was it music. like Florida Georgia line or like? Like, yeah. yeah. It was like, it was just like, like one of the songs was like I'm a redneck white piece <laughs> of trash and he just like the lyrics were just like I was like I'm thinking it was a parody uh it was just like you know I enjoy talking this on the phone This is the second classic rant we've had about country taking on t- I like talking on the phone while taking a shit You'll have to listen to the podcast that I'm going to post this week because I also <laughs> I, the friend that I had on hates country music and I don't actually hate country music I, like this was like I just know, trashy though But it's so there there's so many classist arguments against yeah. Don't get me wrong a lot of country music's really trashy <laughs> <laughs> but like but like there's a lot of classism that goes into I, I would, I would country. not, I would not um, put it past. Him. Yeah. So like he's playing like all this like really trashy country music, and I just like realized like, oh, he thinks like this is what America is. <laughs> <laughs> like he thinks like this is a perception of like American music when he doesn't realize that like America is like really just like twelve different countries with their right, own cultures. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> oh, man. 
but yeah, yeah. But it was like it was a miserable car. I ride. thought you were gonna say like I found out my girlfriend was a secret Russian dominatrix and had dominated love slaves. I fucking wish. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, we can move on. But yeah, uh, let's go to your next pick, which is. Uh, Binghamton is a good yeah. upstate city. Also by Matt Modern. Let's listen to that right now. Binghamton, it's such a nice city. Upstate New York. Binghamton, yeah. Good, good city. Yes, it is. It's called Binghamton. Binghamton, New York. It's a wonderful land. It's a good, good place. Binghamton, a nice big city. <laughs> Lots of good people live. All right, Peter, I've never been to Binghamton. <laughs> um, you used to go to college there. Yes. Uh, this is where I first heard of this song. Uh, I This song was just an inside joke, so I have It wasn't, though. No, no, no. It absolutely okay. wasn't. So this is like one of his albums, This Guy, was just it's, him. It's just all New York City. It's just him talking about New York City's in the vaguest, most generic yeah. terms possible. Like, they're not supposed to be, like, inside jokey at all. It's just, like, he finds, like, information you can find out about a town on Wikipedia and just adds it to the song. I think since I didn't, like, listen to the other stuff, I was just like, oh, this is all just, like... Like, that's the point of the song. Like, it's not an inside joke at all. It's just him, like... I mean, he's, he did one about Scarsdale, I'm pretty sure. Oh, like, he, he did, like, a lot of New York <laughs> cities. That's, like... But, like, the whole song, it's just him, like, being so vague and about Binghamton and not actually like it's obvious it is obvious like when you listen to the song he's never been to the city right, yeah. at all <laughs> he's just like it's the parlor city the carousel capital it's like you, you have no idea you, you know he has no idea what that means I have no idea what that means <laughs> apparently it's the parlor city but like I think that's because it was popular in like the 20s <laughs> Fair. but like that's what I like about the song is that like it's just like a song that's like so so clearly obvious that there was no research put into this and it sounds like well there was research but entry like, level right it, there was like 20 minutes of research put into this and it sounds like it was made in an hour and the fact that it's so self-aware about it is what makes it really right. funny to me but yeah if, if you listen to this guy's stuff he has like one called like the names album where mm -hmm. it's like Peter, James, Ashley, <laughs> you know, Billy, you know, Joey, and Joanne. Is it, is it and, like similar to but this? Like where it's just like, it's like, I met a guy named Peter and Peter was a really nice guy. Yeah, you exactly. Know, but yeah. like, the, then you listen to like James and it's like, I met a guy named James and, J and like, it's just the same thing. Changing <laughs> the names. And, you're like, and that's kind of how, I mean, I haven't, I've listened to like a few other of his songs on that album where he sings about cities in upstate New York, but it's, it's, it's just like a different song. It's just like a different song. And he just talks about how the city is great. Yeah. That's what I like about it too, is that he's just like, all he can say about the city is it's great. <laughs> it's a cool, cool place. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's genius. Like, in a marketing sense. Hell and it's, yeah. You know, you could find songs for, for anything. You know, he had a song about being on podcasts. Yeah. So, yeah. I wish this guy luck. I really do. Yeah. But uh, let's let's keep on chugging along. Uh, my next pick was Tenacious D's Karate. Let's listen to that a little bit. Tiananmen right Square. Oh, yeah, motherfucker. I'm going to kick your fucking dairy air. Yeah, yeah. You broke the rules. Now I pull out all your pubic hair. You motherfucker. You motherfucker. 
All right, so Tenacious D, Karate. Karate. I hated the song. Oh, really? <laughs> I think this How is the song. How do you feel song. about Tenacious D in general? I don't, if really, I don't know them That's at all. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's Jack Black's band, you know. Oh, it's Jack Black's band. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. I've, so, I've, so I've, talk about why you hated it. I've, well, so I don't, I, I listened to it so long ago. I put it down in my notes, not much to say. I said annoying and bland and forgettable. That's f- I guess that's you know I I chose this because I was you know I Tenacious D was the first CD I ever bought uh-huh. uh, which you know so it has a, I have a strong connection to it and I also gotcha. have very distinct memories of like being in middle school and like driving up to like a friend's lake house and like sitting in the backseat with my friend with like yeah us each having like an earphone in and being like, I pull out all your pubic hair. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is hilarious. So, so this is like my one like specific uh, critique or it's one specific observation of this song is that like, this seems like one of those songs you'd send to someone in middle school when you're like angry at them, oh, you know? Really? I, <laughs> like, I disagree. <laughs> but uh, Like just like, no, like when you're just like, you, you send like someone pisses you off. So you send them this song as a joke. Like what's this? Like, is it the song about like any of okay? <laughs> that was just like my weird observation. Like I feel like that's something someone in middle school would send to me if they like. Because like, what's the lyrics to the song again? Like I'm gonna kill you or something. With karate, I'll kick your ass from here. No, like it just there. seems like one of those songs that like would spread on social media like as a joke, just as a. I don't know if I'm making sense to you or anyone listening to this, but like it just seems like. Like when you're kind of like fake angry at someone on social media, and, well, yeah, and then you send them see. this song, or like, like as a joke. Yeah, if if I was like like the leading up to like a roast battle, like if I was like yeah, right, like if that. I'm gonna do like an intimidation song, yeah, I would, exactly. Yeah, okay, that's, that that's, makes more sense. Yeah, because I was just thinking, I'm like. If I'm in a fight with someone, like I'm angry at someone in middle school. No, it's like you're not yeah. really angry yeah. at them, but like you're, you know, you're, that's why I put it, I, I well, no one could have seen this, but I put it in quotation marks when I said angry. <laughs> so it's like, you're not really angry at this person, but you just want to like, it's like a playful banter song, but like, no, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. Um, yeah. I, I would say check out more Tenacious D, but all I'm right. gonna, I don't think you would like it either. Well, then. Um, but watch <laughs> Probably the, the movie's fun. The okay. It's kind of dumb and fun. But uh, let's uh, keep on rolling along. Uh, your next pick was Weird Al Yankovic's Foil. Hell yeah, I got uh, a Weird Al there too. Happy about yeah. that. Let's listen to that for a little bit. So I just keep what's still unshoed. And I take it home. Save it for later. But then I deal with fungal rot, bacterial formation, microbes, enzymes, mold, and oxidation. I don't care. I've got a secret trick up my sleeve. I never bother with baggies, glass jars, Tupperware containers, plastic cling wrap, really a no-brainer. I just like to keep all my flavors sealed in tight with aluminum foil. foil. All right, so Weird Al. Uh, I feel like if you're going to make a list of joke songs, you need to have a weird Yeah, song. and I don't really listen to him a lot. That's fair. I should listen to him more. But this song, I, I don't know. I think this came up in my recommendations. Okay. Um, and, like, Royals, I think, is a great song. Okay. So it's already fun to listen to because it's, like, the, the, the melody is there. Um, and then the joke is really funny. Have, have you ever heard uh, Brian Posehn's mm. uh, stand-up about Weird Al? 
that name is really really familiar. He but was I've on never... like the Sarah Silverman show. And okay, stuff. I've never listened to. Um, his his whole bit is like he's like I just had a kid. I want to introduce him to the music I like and specifically Weird Al, but I don't <laughs> think I'm gonna play him the originals. <laughs> so <laughs> so he'll like go to a college party and be like, Hey Dad, you ever hear a Michael Jackson? <laughs> this song Beat It really sounds like Eat It. You know? <laughs> uh, That's but great. but yeah, so but like you said, the melodies there and like you know that he he makes fun of songs that are already great pop songs right so and the and the joke is really strong too i i like that it transitions <laughs> from just being like you know to being like okay i'm gonna talk about my my food and then like it just takes a hard by the way the illuminati like government conspiracy and it gets theory. very scary oh, too yeah. like you see his face with the lighting <laughs> didn't watch the video oh uh, <laughs> well and, and like when he says like oh by the way i crack the code like his uh, face gets lit up in red and he looks really scared really oh uh, i could yeah see and that. he starts talking about like government conspiracy well, and then it gets very whimsical again the lighting changes and it's like i'm protected with aluminum foil yeah. <laughs> And it, I think that, you know, just, you know, that that whole uh, era from that album, I think he released a song. Uh, he released a video for every song on the album. And that's like, cool. yeah, it's it, nice. It's nice to have like, you know, visual comedy yeah. to it. I, too. I, I think that this is like kind of shows where Weird Al shines at his best, though, where like he could take something that's kind of like a simple concept and like you think you know where it's going to go, where you're like, OK, he's going to sing a song about aluminum foil wrapping food. And then he goes way out there with it. Yeah. And Patton Oswalt's in the video, too. Oh, is he's like the so basically in the video, they're filming like uh, an infomercial for aluminum foil. OK. And then. You know, it just turns into like this whole crazy. government conspiracy nonsense, and like the guy who's like directing it is Patton Oswalt, and like as soon as like he starts going into a crazy rant, Patton Oswalt's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and but then at I'll the end, so then up. at the end, like he says it's a big conspiracy, like two guys in like suits and glasses like Show inject up. something into him and it's like funny. take him aside, and then like Patton Oswalt like has a sigh of relief and then takes off like his a like mask. head, and it's just a li- he's just a lizard person. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'll have, to, so, I'll have to look into Yeah, that. there's a lot to the video, actually, which is which is funny, too. Have you ever uh, heard his parody of Complicated by Avril Lavigne? No. He, he takes it where, like, the first verse is, why'd you have to go and make me so constipated? <laughs> which, which I kind of think everyone kind of so thought good. of when they first heard that song. Yeah. I, but then, like, he just goes so far where he's like... Uh, He's like, my girlfriend came over, and then I realized that, like, we're actually cousins, so, like, now we can't date. And then he's like, I went to a roller coaster and got beheaded. You know what also is a good song uh, is Stuck in the Drive-Thru. Stuck in the Drive-Thru. Just because, like, I feel like when it comes to, like, Trapped in the Closet, or is it Trapped in the Drive-Thru? Trapped in the Drive-Thru. Trapped in the Drive-Thru. When it comes to Trapped in the Closet, like, I feel like that's so hard to parody because, like, that in in and of itself is so weird and kind of funny and silly. But I think, like, that that song... Parodies that's that um, like trapped in the drive through parodies trapped in the closet really well yeah. because it it really like and I think that's like a, a good skill that like Weird Al does is that he really hones into like the rhythm of the song and like yeah. the repetitiveness of it in like a different storyline altogether yeah. <laughs> and that's what I really like about that story too so it's like yeah. when you when you when you hear trapped in the drive through it sounds so familiar but it's like its own thing yeah and it's its own story and it's really entertaining that it's way. also much more digestible than trapped in the closet <laughs> trapped in the closet dude I fucking love 
trapped in the closet. Uh, okay, well, you heard <laughs> it here first. Peter Clark I love Deutsch trapped- is an R. Kelly sympathizer. I'm not an R. Kelly sympathizer. No, I like trapped in the closet, like, the way the way people like the room, you know? Right, yeah. Where no. it's just, like, it's just it's just so fun to I used to listen, listen to it, to. like, on shuffle. And like- on shuffle. So here's actually my observation about trapped in the closet, because I, I listened to the whole thing, like, a few years ago. And like trapped in the closet to me, and was that only before or after he added like more chapters? I think it was after. Okay, I don't know. I, think, I can't remember I don't know. when it was. So trapped in closet to me, and only you and other comics will I understand it. But trapped in the closet to me played like an open mic set list, where it starts off really Ooh. strong, and then in the middle it starts to get die and gets kind of boring. And then there's one song where it's like really uncomfortable. Like he goes on like so there's like some rant that like happens and it's like kind of sexist and racist, I think. And it's like and then it just gets like boring throughout and it's just not that interesting. And I'm like, oh, this is like every open mic ever. I'll you know, like it starts out strong and then no one cares and there's one crazy guy. I'll I'll have to look into. <sighs> I have to. Uh, yeah. I I say I should look into it. I probably won't because R. Kelly is a bad right, person. But, right. Uh, but anyway, we can move on. Let's let's keep going. Uh, next pick is a uh, beer by Psycho Stick, which uh, you just listened to for the first mm-hmm. time like an hour mm-hmm. ago. Let's listen to that now. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you bring. I drink beer when I am sad, cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good. This. I loved this it so a, much. I, I thought I was going to hate it. I thought this was going to be I like... I thought a, you would hate it, too. I thought it was going to be like <laughs> a Tenacious D song. Well, because it is just kind of a stupid song. It, like, it's like one of those stupid lyrics where there's not a lot of thought into it. Yeah. But then, but then the chorus comes. Beer is good. Beer is good. And stuff. <laughs> and he just like fucking screams beer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... And I, and I predicted, I'm like, I bet this is a song that, like, James, like, got attached to in middle school. Yeah, 100%. And it, like, because it seems like it, it, it felt like one of those songs, and it uh, definitely felt like something that, like, you'd share around with your middle school buddies. Well, I also forget <laughs> how, like, some parts are, are very silly where you, you just hear the voice. Like, dude, I think you've had enough. And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> And I'm, you know, now as as an adult that has a drinking problem, yeah, like the uh, silliness, the silliness to it really struck a chord with me, yeah. which n- not a lot of silly things do. Yeah, so it, it's <laughs> just kind of fun, stupid. I oh, think Psycho Stick only does like joke metal, but I haven't listened to any of their other stuff. But yeah, I mean, that's a weird genre too. I've never even like thought of joke metal, but I think joke metal is a genre. I didn't there, there, there's, uh, well, because metal in and of itself is silly yeah. when you think about it, which which is like basically what Tenacious D does on like a more like like hard rock level. Yeah. But yeah, so Psycho Stick. Hell theme. yeah. Yeah. I... I think when I was in college, I tried to get friends of mine to, like, get shit-faced to this. And, like, people were mm-hmm. like, why are we listening to this? <laughs> so, uh, let's move <laughs> right along. Your next pick was uh, 28 Reasons to Hug a Black Guy from SNL. Let's listen to that for a little bit right now. You really don't teach your stuff in school. It's a mystery. Black history. Our forefathers paved the way. Here's 28 Reasons to Hug a Black Guy today. Number one, we deserve a chance. 
Two through twenty-eight. Slavery. All right. So twenty. <laughs> You're dancing hey. like, you, like you could hear it right now. Us two white boys about to talk about this song. Um, I'm going to force you to talk mostly about it. Okay. I mean, well, it, well, I said that as a the, joke. The, the, like, it's the a joke good is song. pretty much right there yeah. right when it starts where it's like, reason number one, we deserve a chance. Reason <laughs> two number two. Th- no, it's two, two through, through 28. 28. Slavery. And I and love this. stare. <laughs> I know, but I love this song because... It's true. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's 100% absolutely true. the reason why there's a, and not saying there shouldn't be a Black History Month. The reason why there's a Black History Month is because white people feel so bad about enslaving yeah. black people. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just kind of like re- pretty much relaying what everyone already knows, and they do it in a really funny way. Yeah. <laughs> and they like make the whole class like really feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we say slavery, you say <laughs> sorry. That, so, like, because this is something that's on YouTube, I haven't listened to this as much as like the news. Ninja Sex Party, but then yeah. when, like I was listening to it on the way over. No, this song is so fucking. Good. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it's fun, you know. It's a good it's a good bit. Yeah. Um song's very song's catchy too. So Shears Zameda, she did um come perform to come to perform at Binghamton oh, my cool. senior year. Did got to talk I got song? to talk to her too, because like, you know, I was I was higher up in the club, so I got to talk to her about like all the cool stuff we were doing in the club. And I wanted to tell her I like this song, but my friend told me not to do it. <laughs> That's fair. And I'm like, I can see why. <laughs> just be like, that really resonated. Just because, like, it's like, it, well, I wasn't going to say it resonated to me. I was just like, yeah, the joke is really fucking good. Right. <laughs> you know? I mean, but I don't yeah, know. I could see that being uncomfortable. It could have been weird, so I didn't yeah. do it. And then and then another cool story involving sisters that made at other school is that, like, I think, like, yeah, one of my friends in the club definitely, like, gave her her weed. Her what? <laughs> One oh, of my gave friends, her weed. Yeah, gave her oh. weed. Because she was with her boyfriend. She was like, I want to fucking, I don't want to be in Binghamton. I want to smoke weed. Um, when uh, when I was in college, Gilbert Gottfried came. And like Damn. my friends were like, we got to get Gilbert Gottfried to smoke weed with us. And I'm like, I Hell don't yeah. think we could convince Gilbert Gottfried to smoke we weed. We got uh, Andy Kindler to come to one of our parties when he came to Binghamton. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, he's a Binghamton alum, too. Oh, so. okay. So yeah. that, makes, that makes a little bit more sense. No, but he was like cool. Like, I don't, he didn't drink at all but he was just like hanging out and people who wanted to talk to him just talked with him that's cool yeah. it's a way to do it that's, yeah. that's like one of the fun things too sometimes about comedy is just like chatting with people like uh, when we were at Lucy's that one time that like yeah. Jim Florentine was there and then like oh just he hung out with and, us yeah I was just, like oh, just hung out you know yeah. so yeah but fun stuff uh, moving right along let's get into my next pick uh, this is a pick that like on the first episode, Sean, uh, Sean, Sean Barry, uh, Sean Barry, I love you. Sean Barry, love him. My voluptuous he, co-host. He he one time said uh, on the first episode of this, he said, uh, "I feel like you'll have the Wonder Years on every episode." And uh, <laughs> now I do. The Wonder Years about to get fruit punched, homie, from their first album. Gets okay. On so it. I just listened let's, to his too. Let's let's listen to a oh, little yeah, bit of it yeah, first. I know he never knew to me like that. 
Okay, so Peter, you just listened to this. I just listened to it, and I and I like the music to it. You've and I told I told James is that like, honestly, when I listen to music, and I think a lot of music lovers will hate me for saying this, when I listen to music, the lyrics don't always like grab me. It's more of just like how the song is, how well, the melody I, is. Uh, so if I listen to this song and I just ignore the lyrics completely, I would have liked it a lot. A, a lot of the, my friends think of that like know my music taste inside and out are like oh yeah you're a lyrics person and i am but mm-hmm. like a song has to hit me first but yeah i understand it's like, got to slap yeah well yeah it's got to be a good song you know i i hear a lot of songs that <laughs> it, it has to sound like that <laughs> um but i hear a lot of songs that i'm like i love the lyrics but like the the instrumental doesn't do anything or like it's That's delivered true. badly but yeah wonder years uh this this album got them a lot of attention and like now they it, i if you liked the instrumental i recommend listening to their first album second album so what are the li- i mean i didn't really understand the lyrics um, what are the lyrics explain so, to me so if you look at the cover to this album it's um it's uh, a female version of the Kool-Aid guy having <laughs> sex with Captain Crunch. Hell yeah. And uh, this song's kind of about that. So yeah. uh, basically, I, I think the narrative is is there's this guy who, he used to be a hard street guy. He, you mm-hmm. know, he used to, like, sell drugs. He ran blocks. He sold rocks. And uh, then, like, he, he cleans up. He gets a job. He, he's selling Kool-Aid. Uh, he's a Kool-Aid <laughs> man, uh, for lack of a better word. And then, like, you know, he thinks he's got people in his life that he could rely on, like his lady and uh, his buddy, Captain Crunch. And then he comes <laughs> home and uh, he finds his woman's mouth all cut up and uh, Captain Crunch's hat in the corner. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So uh, it's basically about the Kool-Aid man getting cheated on by his woman uh, with Captain Crunch. Doesn't so, doesn't resonate with me at all. You sure? <laughs> no, um, I don't get it. It's just it's, it's, it's just it's silly. Just kind of full absurdity. Okay, I, I I respect that. I yeah. mean, I you know I I love the Wonder Years so much. Mm-hmm. I and like their first album, there are a couple serious songs, but it's mostly li- like they have a song that's just like, wouldn't it be cool if we were astronauts? <laughs> And like that's the first. I feel like that you could make really funny. You'd think so, but (laughs) that's basically the whole song. It's just like, wouldn't it be cool if we were astronauts? It's just a funny thing, someone to say without any prompting. But like, they have a song about sea turtles. They have a song I wanted to put on it, where it's like this big serious ballad, and it's all about Steve Irwin. And like it's, but like the only reason I didn't choose that one instead of this one is because it is a memorial song for him dying, and he's like, he's like, I'm gonna go to Australia and fucking kick that stingray's ass, and like, <laughs> and like that's so funny. You should have picked that one. That's so funny. But but I'm like it's done so serious and so lovingly that I'm like, I don't know if this is totally a joke song. <laughs> So, <laughs> I, I'll send it to you. It's it's fun, but like no, it, it's definitely a joke song. If he's like, I'm gonna kick this stingray's ass. Well, so like, but like, but like, I don't know. I I'm gonna listen to that on my way home, and I'm gonna feel something. Oh my so, god, that's but, so funny. 
Yeah, check it. Uh, uh, that one's called Through oh Two Hearts. <laughs> oh my god. So I don't. But like I don't know. Oh. But like so I I like. I like the early Wonder Years stuff because it is kind of silly. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they their their new stuff really hits me hard. I I've cried at pretty much every Wonder Years show I've ever been no. to um, because I I feel their stuff so much. Uh, but you know, I, I remember the first time I saw the, them play this. Probably the only time I'll ever see them play this was they were doing their ten year anniversary shows down in Philadelphia. I went to all three, mm-hmm. and on the last night they were like. You know, each night they would like play an album front to back, and then they hate this album. They like despise that they were a joke band. It's to you start. are, yeah. and then like they were like, okay, we're gonna do some old songs. So they would do <laughs> like they do like this instrumental song they did. Then they would do like one of the more serious ones. They would do the first song they wrote, which was the Astronauts one, and then they would do like some random pick, and they chose this one uh, for for the last night and they were like, if we're going to get ignorant, let's get ignorant. <laughs> and then like, they just, you know, it's, it's fun. It's That's hardcore, cool. you know? That's cool. That's and fun. then he says, he's going to kill captain crunch. And, like, <laughs> you know, I think that that's, I support thing. that. Yeah. So, uh, let's go to your, this is your final pick, final song on the playlist. Hell yeah. Uh, the song, look at this Instagram from college humor. Let's play a little bit of that right now. Then my phone went and made it art And these are my fingernails The beauty is in the details Drinking my ties on a cruise Just a coincidence, it's also booze Everyone look at my feet Get jealous that I'm at the beach Alright, Peter, talk a little bit about this So yeah, I think I have some feelings uh, about this one <laughs> Okay, um, well, like Weird Al, like, I think this does a, you know, like, look at, like, look at this, uh, look at this, I was about to say, look at this graph. (laughs) 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 Because, like, that's, like, I I fucking, (laughs) I, dude, I love that, I I guess you consider it Vine so much, because, like, the fucking tone shift is so funny. Look at this graph. <laughs> but yeah, so like, look at this photograph and look at this Instagram. Like, they sound similar. There's something that's yeah. familiar to it. Same amount of syllables. Um, and this song is very old too. I'm, f- I'm pretty sure maybe. Well, it's so like, that's yeah. that's where I, that's the only thing my big problem is. Yeah, is yeah. that it's it's dated at this. Th- point. It's dated, but there's still some things that are like true, well, like sunsets and food. Well, so one of the things I end up thinking is like. Like you said, yeah, sometimes sunsets and food, but like I feel like when Instagram first came out, people felt like they had to like take artsy pictures. And like now people are more inclined to be like, I'm gonna post memes, I'm gonna post like that is true. With my friends that and is, stuff. That is true. So like but every now and then someone joins Instagram and it's kind of like you know, oh hashtag these views or whatever. Okay, so I guess I agree with you. The song is dated, but be, uh, in relative, in the context of that time period, I think it's a good parody song. Oh yeah, with uh, what I mean, especially. Uh, did you watch the video at all? Because yes, like, yes, you gotta watch the video. Like when he's Had just to. when the guy. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. The guy's like chasing a duck around to get a photo of yeah, him. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like so many. Even today, so many people see an animal and they try chasing it with their phone. Oh, it, like it, that's so funny to there, me. There's so many things where it's like if you try to photograph something cool, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I think I think 
when did this come out? Like 2009? Uh, when did Instagram come out? <sighs> I think it's, a, it's probably 2020. It's either 2012-ish. I remember... Yeah, it's probably like a year after. I have a memory of being in high school and someone asking a teacher if they were on Instagram. So, like, probably 2012 at the earliest. Mm -hmm. Maybe, like, 2013, 2014. So, but I'm not sure. Now, one one song I was considering over this was um, their parody of Tonight's Gonna Be a Good Night. Have you heard of that one? I haven't heard that. It's I mean, I've heard the original. It's not like it's not like hilarious, but like it, it's one that like like uh, the Dropkick Murphy song. It like kind of tells this interesting story. Okay, because basically the premise is it's I just heard it's that. just a guy that like waking familiar. up after blacking out and like trying to remember what he did last night. Okay, that's <laughs> and then it goes on like he's like discovering like clues around his apartment. Okay. And then he's just like, oh, I cheated on my girlfriend with, a, oh, Jessica, nice. And he goes <laughs> into his room and it's like, oh no, that Jessica, fuck. <laughs> Uh, and then he just like finds out what happened. Like he's like he's like leg is bleeding for some reason. <laughs> he's like trying to figure out why my leg is bleeding. But that's also and that like I like that a lot. But like this, I I chose just because like I I enjoyed the humor to it. That's like fair. you know, um, don't really remember it that much now. But <laughs> I enjoyed the humor of it, uh, and I thought that's why I wanted to pick it. I, the the different points when they like list like random things i'm like oh the, some of it is still relevant but like i remember when they were like i'm gonna post a sexy pic from the room where i poop and i'm like okay yeah, that's, that's a good joke yeah, it's a good joke yeah. another one was like that i you still see all the time it's like here's a picture of my feet be jealous that i'm at the beach and i'm like <laughs> okay that's still yeah. a thing but yeah. then it was like super close up of my eye and i'm like oh people don't really do yeah, that they anymore. don't do that anymore but you know but uh, you know some of the stuff's still relevant i also think the fact that it's a Nickelback song I don't know I'm like weirdly defensive of, of Nickelback like look I like I'll say it I like Photograph as a song Nickelback's not if you take like the 10 best Nickelback songs they're yeah, not bad no I mean they, they just became trendy to hate on and yeah that's like I feel like as soon as something becomes trendy to hate on like it that's it you're done oh yeah you're, and you're, it's over <laughs> uh Chuck Klosterman wrote a good mm. uh essay about why people hate Nickelback and yeah. he said it's it's really just because it's fun to hate things yeah and, no it's you know, it's amazing to if, hate things if you say you hate Nickelback no one's ever gonna be like uh, no one's ever gonna ask you why i think if you've never hated something in your entire life you're not living yeah oh 100 <laughs> you're not enjoying life to its full capacity it, it's one of those things have you seen like so you've seen me when i go around and i start asking people who their favorite musician is and like yeah. I, I generally i don't get nickelback but every now and then like especially if i do it at open mics i get smart ass responses where like i i asked and um the comic said smash mouth and i'm just like why are you you know i'm like there's there's nothing i can say that's funny about that's the fact a, that you said that fucking smash just mouth. derails your entire joke but, but, but well like when an audience does it like i'll i have a pocket response oh of course but like, like if it's that. a comic it's like, like yeah i'm like bye-bye yeah i'm like i hate you <laughs> Uh, don't hate you. It yeah, was that's a joke time. that's hard to do at an open mic because, like, you know, comics don't want to right listen to you, right? And I just do it to like stay sharp to like you know to keep. No, it's like it's going. like a good signature bit to have, and I yeah. like it a lot. And you do. Bill Bill Cannon has started making fun of me for it, and he well, fuck him. You can he, make him. Well, he goes up and he's like, "What if I just start telling people I'm a food critic?" And he starts asking people what type of food they. It's but like I don't know. I always get a kick out the of the guy it. who is notorious for tired bits that we make fun of all the time. Um, 
But anyway, let's let's go into the last song, my last pick, Sunrise Skater Kids, Pit Warrior. Let's listen to a little bit of that right now. Skater Kids. Yeah. Jared Alonji's band. Just listen to it. Just listen to it. And what I liked about it is that, so, you know, it's obviously a parody of, like, that scene. That genre. Yeah. Like that pop punk kids. Pop punk kids. The And well, the, and also the concerts they go to, yeah, right? Yeah. Pit and it was a good, yeah. and it was a parody of that. But what I liked a lot about it is that it, on a surface level, it didn't seem like they were making fun of these people. Well, it's very like straight face. It's very straight face. It's not tongue in cheek at all, which I love. Yeah. Uh, which honestly, like, I like a lot in, in humor when, like, it kind of, like, bends this line of, like, is it a joke or is it not a joke? Yeah. <laughs> so I like that a lot about that song. don't really remember much of the lyrics, and I also don't really know much about, like, that sort of scene. Well, so I, I was a little bit hesitant to put this on because, like, it's... It's so specific where, like, you kind of need to be a pop punk fan to yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Where, like, you have to have, like, been to a pop punk show and, like, you just see assholes in the pit that they're like, okay, you know, like, I'm going to, I'm going into the pit to fuck people up. Yeah, exactly. And also, I mean, I always just, like, like humor that punches down on assholes and people oh, yeah, who like 100%. to act tough. And those people can, you know, either die or get real personalities. But yeah. <laughs> and like, it, it's just one of those things where like, you know, there, there are people that go to punk shows and like, you know, it, don't get me wrong. I've been in some pits where I'm like, okay, I understand I'm going to get hurt. But then like, sometimes you see a dickhead and you're like, you're like, well, this is Mayday Parade. They're singing songs mm. about girls. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. like, you know. <laughs> these aren't like it's fucking screaming bands. Fucking people. People yeah. feel like like it's so we we're so primitive. Like people feel like they need to exude hyper masculinity to yeah. dominate over other people, and it's yeah. so. St- and those people, ironically, are the most insecure about their masculinity. Well, you would hope. I Sometimes no, I think they are. Just, they I, are. They are. I I don't. Know, I kind of wonder if a lot of them are just too dumb to be insecure. If that makes sense. I mean, th- that could be it. I think it's either that, but I think it's mostly like I like people who consider themselves alpha male are more insecure about well, they, their masculinity. They, need to be ma- they don't like to be emasculated. Exactly. Like, so like people who consider themselves alpha male, by the way, the term alpha isn't a real thing. Um, it's been disproven by the guy who originally coined that term. Oh, like really? people, yeah, I yeah, like know you know, like the Alpha Wolf book, like the thing that popularized. No. Well, so there was a bo- this, this guy who was like, you know, did like a lot of field research on am- animals, did research on wolves, and he thought like, oh, there's a leader in these wolf packs. That's the alpha wolf, and that's what popularized that term. Okay, um, I can see that. Then he tried to replicate his research by going into like, I don't know if it was like the same area or different area, whatever. I think it was the same area, uh, and then he realized like, oh, the leaders are just parents. <laughs> They're just moms and dads. That's interesting. <laughs> and so he like pretty much went back and like tried to take his book off the shelves and like discredit well, everything he said. 
But it was too late. Well, Everyone's so I, like popularized the, that term. Well, the thing I'd say in that case is it has be it has entered the cultural lexicon where like you know now yeah. you know if if you call someone an alpha, you and I both know what that means. Same right. way, like if you call someone. Well, a so beta, what people believe sort of now? Thing. The thing is, what people believe now is that like alpha qualities are inherent in like humans and that some people are, are born as alphas right which is stupid and oh, not yeah. true at all Well, because it, it's 100 percent one of those things where like yeah. anything you end up you know anyone can be you know the, not ev- anyone can be anything but like kind of anyone can be anything where it's like you know if you're if you find a way to be self-confident you could be self-confident well know? yeah I you mean, could it's be also, an alpha and look I, I hate adam ruins everything but like he put it in like a really smart way and you just said like you're pretty much an alpha depending on what social group you're a part of 100%. like if you're if you're if you're a broy guy who goes to the club like you're not going to be an alpha in like a nerdy D group yeah no that's people are just going to be like who I, are you i'm actually working a little bit on a joke about that where i talk about how i i just started reading comic books and like you know how like i read like graphic novels that are like not like superhero stuff, you know, they're kind of like Adrian Tomine and Dan Klaus and yeah. Art Spiegelman and stuff like that. And like how like if I walk around a comic book store with like Mouse, I feel so much more judged than if I was walking around with like a Marvel thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's stupid. I want to be I you know what comic I kind of want to be like the condescending comic. I want to be the comic who like the thing I like I Oh man, well, we do don't have time like, for all these. We don't. We don't have time for all these rants. But like, yeah. Anyway, do you on. ever like? Na- well, you could say. Do you ever like naturally do that? Like at an open mic, and you're like, like you talk to someone that it's like their second time going up, and you're like, I guess I kind of have to condescend a little. No, bit. of course not. Not, not, not necessarily, yeah, yeah, but like you end it. up saying things like, you know, man, keep getting. You know, I hate being the guy that's like, you know, keep oh, getting you, up. You keep you working. Saying, at it. I always, I always feel condescending. Oh, when I, do that, I see. I see. If that makes sense. Um. Yeah, I, I I never really I, thought about that at I, all. I had a moment where a comic like attacked. It, it was like one of his. You know, he's still a new comic, and like he like attacked the audience and like you know started going after audience members for not laughing at his stuff. Lovely. And, you know, he said to me afterwards, he was like, what was it like when I, like, chastised them? And I'm like, it was uncomfortable. And he's like, I guess I won't do that again. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you're not at a point that you yeah. can do that. Yeah. You know? so. um, yeah, I guess, like, part of me wants to be, like, a comic who just, like, stands up to men. No, actually, let me get more specific. <laughs> who just stands up to, like, like really hyper-masculine men and insecure men and, like, alpha men and people who just don't have real personalities. Because I hate those people a lot. The uh, reason why I have such disdainful feelings about Geneseo is because I only hung around those kinds of people. Because I was on the track team, and Geneseo is, is full of those people who join frats and don't develop real personalities or characteristics about themselves. And hopefully they'll do that later in their lives. I mean, that's why I like doing the, the joke about frat people. Frat guys. Yeah. I mean, I did that at the comic strip last night, and it was actually the joke that did the most well, which I was happy with. But, like, yeah, no, I'd love, to, I'd love to do more jokes that are just telling people who think they need to bully people and be exude this machismo that isn't really real to go fuck themselves. Fair. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so you wouldn't be a pit warrior is what you're saying. 
I mean, I don't go, tie it all, dude. Back. I actually, I haven't gone to a concert like that. I mean, that's like the thing with like me not like not liking music. I say in quotation right. marks, which people assume I don't. Is that like I don't really go to concerts? No, that's fair. you know. I'll I'll bring you to a pop punk show at some point. All right, yeah, yeah. Drew, I'll I'll check we'll, it out. We'll we'll ri- I'll throw you in the pit. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. All right. Cool. Uh. That's the whole playlist. Those are the joke songs. Uh. Peter, this. Uh. When. Do you have any shows coming up? When? Yes. Yeah, so, is this gonna? You? When is this gonna be released? Uh, not this Wednesday, but the following. Okay. So, I am part of the Free Stand Up Festival. Oh, cool. Um, which is a collection of shows in New York City, which are all free to attend. So that's yeah. why it's called Free Stand Up Festival. And I'm going to be on the Barely Making It show, September 18th. Okay. Forget which time, but it's at the Creek in the Cave. You okay. can find it on the Creek Great. in the Cave calendar. Really excited for it. Creek in the Cave is a cool venue yeah, uh, excited for that show so if you want to check me out there you can check me out there and i'm also i also perform at the comic strip live in new york city uh pretty regularly um <laughs> you can also check me out there but yeah. i i don't have specific dates for it ever i think i think sundays and wednesdays is when i try to go up but like cool. you know it always there fluct- for late night. It always yeah. fluctuates yeah basically yeah. if you stay for the entire show and you wait for the other comics you can see me go up Awesome. All yeah. right, cool. I don't have any dates lined up, so uh, yeah. But if I have any by the time this goes up, it'll be in the show notes. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Peter, thank you for being my thank guest. You, thank you so much for um, having me, James. And <laughs> I'll jam out with you next time. Bye. <laughs>